Hey everyone, welcome to Snarf Talk with Chris and Jerry. And this is our podcast where we give you a behind the scenes look as we create a comic book. We're going to talk about TV, movies, comic books, and hopefully have a lot of guests, other writers, creators, and friends. Um, check us out at snarfcomics.com. You can check out our blog and follow along with everything we got going on. Also, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Snarf Comics. And please subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. Enjoy the episode. Thought I was prepared, but I'm not. You're not. No, I wanted something to write on. Uh, we're back. Hey, that was a we terrible started. start, Jerry. Why? We can start however we want. It's our show. Yeah. Here you go. There you go. Hey, thank you. Appreciate that. But well, we're back. We are back with another episode of your favorite podcast ever, Snarf Talk. Snarf Talk podcast. We got a doozy lined up for you today. We, we got a bunch of news. I got a tons of stuff I've been watching. Really? I, might, got, I got quite a few things. I might have I an interesting topic to posit later. Ooh. Okay. But most importantly, we can introduce our special guest. He's never been on the video podcast before. Oh, that's true. He hasn't. Yeah. First time. Thank wave, you for wave having me to back. the audience. Thank you guys for having me back after my uh, walkabout. If yeah, I'm wrong. He, dude, <laughs> dude, dude. <laughs> I walkabout. I got fucking bored not having any, any free time and just decided to go to Iowa and work nonstop. Forever. Yeah. Yeah. You were gone for a long time. Yeah. I forgot who you were. I doubt that, Jerry. <laughs> you you missed me. For all I, our new podcast did. listeners, which there are a plenty. Yes. By um, the way, we've been growing by leaps and bounds, if you will. Maybe not leaps and bounds, but definitely at least bounds. Like frog mm-hmm. leaps. Yeah. Frog leaps. Oh, can, can I interject? Uh, thank you to Mike Sheedy for letting me come back on. Oh, yeah. It's very well, nice of him. I, I really, he doesn't make decisions. Yeah. He oh. just does the production. Yeah. He's, a, he's a gracious yeah. producer. <laughs> yeah. Gracious? Is. Yeah. That's the wrong um, word. But anyway, for any new listeners, um, the dude, if you don't know, has been, this is what, your fourth appearance? I lost track, to tell you the truth. I, I think four. I, I it's just, number four. I and, enjoy uh, it so much. And um, if you look back into the past, one of our earliest episodes in season one, yeah. I believe, was The Dude Abides. That was his first appearance. And then yeah, I think he's been back number, a couple times since then. So number I think four. Officially now, at, at, at four, you're our, our longest running guest. You wow. are now. Cool. Because yeah. I think uh, Pagoda was on three of them, yes. right? He had you beat for a while there. But. Well, you were tied. They were tied, I think, at four. And now you are the the leading guest. You That's are awesome. the wind beneath Snuff's wings. <laughs> nice. That singing voice, man. I, I, you, we need to do another. That's uh, amazing. Snuff Yoki. Boy, when we were on our way back from uh, oh, yeah. the Renaissance Fair. We, ha- we had some exciting things planned. We tapped into our inner creative. Yeah. And we, we planned a lot of musical things. Music videos. Yeah, a bunch of music videos. When these will ever happen, no, I have I mean, no idea. We were quite intoxicated. Did you guys you sing were. Visceral by Bush? Um, no. Glycerine, you mean? Glycerine, yeah. Glycerine. Yeah. Is that, um, you know, we do need to do uh, lightning we, crashes, though. <laughs> we sang Glycerine, I thought. Yes. Yeah, we did do Glycerine. That's yeah. on the lost episode. I've that will be for our Patreon subscribers. Yeah, I think... Only one of them, I think, will get that at this Speaking point. of that, um, let's do a shout-out real quick on our new Patreon subscribers. We've got another one this week. We do. Um, our very favorite, the show favorite, Erica. Fry. Erica Fry. Has, oh, cuz. Uh, has yeah. uh, um, she pledged is a at the $25 level, so she is a 
Duchess. Duchess. Duchess of Snarf. Or a Duke. Whatever. Right? Whatever you want to be called. Remember, we talked about that. Yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll call you a Duchess to your face. Yeah. <laughs> You know, the great thing about that level, you're so badass, Jerry. Yeah, it, it scares me, <laughs> aren't I? The great thing about that level that she pledged at is it's not like a, like a BS donation level. Like you oh, get, no. you're gonna get a monthly subscription box. Yes, every yeah. month you get a subscription box, bi monthly. But we're gonna put two months worth of stuff in it. Yep, and it's gonna be full of content that we've curated, not our content, but like we're gonna buy comic books. Whatever we see that's interesting, we're going to throw in that box and we're going to ship it to it. It's just going to be a fat load of content. Yeah, and you also get unlimited uh, t-shirt. Well, not unlimited, but you get a t-shirt, and then anytime we make a new t-shirt, you get one automatically. You do. You get all the new stickers and bonus podcasts. You know what they recently just got? What's that? The first page of our comic book, Fourth Rake. Oh, they did. Our our, our, uh, Patreon subscribers just recently got that. Exclusive. Exclusive. It's the very first page that we ever wrote in Get, a comic book. Let's tease this because I think in the next couple of weeks um, for our Patreon subscribers, we're going to launch uh, at the $5 level, so the podcast level, uh, an, a little podcast called Snarf Talk Origins. Yes. A Lost Origin episode. It's a it's a doozy that we recorded. It'll be uh, it was long, so we'll edit it down probably in a couple. I don't want. Yeah, it was is, a long. Is that the one, night after EJ Cars when you guys were? Drunk? Uh, no, 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 no. This was before we started the podcast. It was oh, the really? first episode, and Nate was on. And Nate, was on. Yeah, it. Nate was on it. Uh, young Nathan was on it, and we just did it in front of my little handy H two recorder. Yeah. It was before we had any microphones. I don't even remember what the, the audio sounds like. And actually, I loved that podcast because we went like in depth on our histories. We did. Yeah. We did. And then wow, we did that it. That sounds really exciting. It actually was. And we did it twice, though. <laughs> yeah. So we, we went in depth on our history once. And then after like two hours, we realized it was not recording. So we started completely over. We started over. completely over oh, and did it God. all over again. Yeah. That, that was and me and Jerry might have taken our own little snarf talk road trip that night live on air. We did probably won't be releasing that section of the audio. We did, didn't we? Well, we we might. I'm just assuming it's not very good because it because yeah. it was in the car. Were you drunk? No. Yeah, it was no, in probably was very good then. It was in your truck. Yeah. Um. So anyway, that'll probably be coming out within the next month for our uh, our listeners. Yep. So if you haven't joined up on Patreon yet, you need to do it. Um, even if, hey guys, if you're listening to this and you're like, I don't want it, just do the $1. Yeah. $1 a month. $1. You'll put it on your credit card, you'll sign up, you'll never remember you did it. A dollar will go away every month and you'll be none the wiser. Yeah. Completely right. Because like I said on the last one, it's but like... $5 level also, you I, won't even real, realize and that would be even more helpful. I go to the gas station and spend so much money. Yeah. It is ridiculous. And none of it I need. I need none, none right. of Are you a scratch off? ticker no guy. oh come it's on it's like five hey. hour energy and oh. garbage hey I, I i got something for you it's called uh awake woke af oh i've heard of this yeah really? yeah because yeah. at the plant i was working at the plant oh, manager I've heard of it from you that's right he outlawed energy drinks in the plant just because no he, kidding yeah, I, this is a troubling let's let's time out on that put a pin in that this is like the fifth company I've heard of doing this, outlawing energy drinks. Mm-hmm. I think it's the most ridiculous thing I've ever Put heard Put a of. pin in it. Put a pin in it. I, I mean, what is the reason? Well, I guess we're going to take the pin out of it. Uh, these guys were drinking too much of them in the, in the summertime and not hydrating, and so that's what they drank all day is energy drinks yeah, instead of water I, and Gatorade. I know some people that I work with. That, but yeah, 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 unlimited coffee. Oh, yeah, you have 20 cups of coffee a day. Same yeah. amount of caffeine. 
I have no argument, but could you imagine outlying coffee at a plant where there's 1,200 people on shift? It's, it's the, the taurine. Yeah. That's what you need oh, to get yeah. away from. Well, so this woke <laughs> AF was, it's, it's a pre-workout drink that is amazing. I didn't have it because it reminded me of like cocaine. So I was like staying away from it. So is it a big, like a big yeah. can, like a yeah, regular can? Yeah, just like a regular can. You, it's like it's, whey protein. Only have one tablespoon per 24 hours. That's how potent the crap was, and a couple oh, guys. Oh, you got to mix it yourself. Yeah. Oh. So guys were putting their water bottles. You like, put it like, in your Hulk Hogan Thunder mixer. That's right. Is that a thing? Oh yeah, that's a thing. Oh, a Thunder mixer. Oh yeah. Yeah, brother. Yeah. At prom, we got Hulk Hogan Thunder mixers. Really? For our prom thing. I don't remember. Anything. I don't remember my prom. Well, I'm just telling you. Uh, the high school. Like put a pin in what you're talking about, dude. Again, the high school had a uh, a program. With some company where they sent them like pallets of just like junk. Really? You don't remember that? No. They would send them like pallets of like excess stuff. Weird. Sonic like so, High School wasted money? One time it was a pallet of Hulk Hogan Thunder Mixers, which were these little battery powered blenders. And, but like another time. Like a hand blender? Or yeah. Like, it was like a, a handheld battery powered blender. So, does anybody see a problem with handing that out at prom besides me? That's yeah. a good point. Yeah. <laughs> um, but one time when the Phantom Menace came out, they had a whole pallet of the pod racer helmets. Really? Yeah, I got two of them from that. Can I have one? And you still have them? Yeah, I still have them. Do you wear it? Oh, yeah, I wear it every day. That's awesome. Yeah, I wear it when I mow ditches. <laughs> That's kind of sad. It's yeah, you need little to... goggles. <laughs> you should That's wear it awesome. to the next podcast. I don't believe you. I, I, got, I definitely got it. I should wear you it. You really should bring that in. Anyway, take that pin out. We're talking about energy drinks and how I think it's ridiculous to ban adults from yeah. drinking whatever the hell they want to drink it's a safety concern well, i can understand it's coffee this. no it's here's doesn't have it the same different. thing here's how it, it is it has a bunch more stuff in it it so, doesn't have more caffeine which is the only thing that makes you woke af no yeah there's also Boom. b vitamins I, yeah i don't buy the other things in energy drinks i don't think they're contributing to the energy i think it's the caffeine no they're contributing to your demise yeah they're bringing you so. down that's what's killing you I don't think so. So it turns out when you're on private property and you're the guy in charge of that private property, you can do whatever the hell you want. I mean, I guess if you want to be a dick. See, here's what happens. That's the problem. The taurine gets in your blood and gets to your heart. And then it just like, it's like bull in a china shop. Do you even know what taurine is? No, I have no idea. I think it's bull's piss. Is it bull semen? Piss. Piss. Straight piss. Yeah, come on, Chris. You're a smart guy. You should know what it is. I'm positive. It's bull piss. Proven. Is it in Red I'm like ninety nine point five percent Red Bull. Actually, it is. I think it is in Red Bull. That's why they call it Red Bull because the bull, the bull is peeing blood. Oh, yeah. because it's so woke AF. Yeah, that's what it is. That's <laughs> what it is. <laughs> the mystery has been solved. Boom. It's bull piss. All right. Um, where where were we? What were we talking about? Well, you know what I'm going to talk about. What what you know what really stretches my springs, Chris? What stretches your springs? Joe? This is a new segment. Oh, stretches my springs. It's kind of like uh, grinds my gears. Grinds my gears, mm-hmm. but, but with this less is copyright infringement, right? So we call it stretches my springs. Gotcha. Um, here's what stretches my springs. My kid, I thought I thought kids were your the only kid one. stretches my strings strings too. He should. Uh, which one? Um, I thought this was only a kid thing. Where they get like a plastic bottle and then they squeeze it to drink everything. Yeah. And they just crush the water bottle or whatever yeah. it is mm-hmm. to drink out of. Yeah. And I yell at them all the time, like, drink like a normal human being. Quit, yeah, because it's obnoxious. Quit crushing the bottle. 
Then when I was in the airport, again, I thought this was only a kid thing. Two adult males sitting there crushing water bottles as they drink. No, it, no, they didn't. Yes, they did in front of me. They, they weren't adult males then. Well, I don't. Yeah, they he was were they huge pieces of garbage. I mean, exactly. Were they like I watched just, him just, drinking. Just, this, just massive guys, and they're trying to impress no, like normal chicks. people with a flimsy water bottle. I hope that crushing a water bottle, plastic water bottle, does not impress anybody. He's sitting there. Just crushing it as he drank, and then he put the lid back on with this crushed bottle and put it in his bag. And that same man sat next to me on the plane, oh and I sat there like, God. "You son, of, like who are you? It's what a, kind of it, human being?" It's an unforgivable crime, right? I completely think so. And if any of the listeners are doing that, stop it. There's only one acceptable time to do that, and it's if if it's like a hundred degrees out and you've been digging a ditch for an hour and a half in the sun. Or, and you just want to get the water into yeah, your and, face yeah. Or as if fast you're as pretending possible. to be Stone Cold Steve Austin, oh, yeah, you know, like yeah. oh, totally acceptable. That, like, if you crush it on so, your head, yeah. he was and, so awesome. and then drink it, that's acceptable. Other than that, don't you should never do that. Right. You're not like I, I don't even understand how it's like socially acceptable for people to do that in public. Now you can squeeze a squeeze bottle. Well, it's supposed to be done that but way. They're, yes. they're like of a different integrity. It is completely different. Those they're meant to be squeezed. Most water bottles now are that really that thin, thin plastic. crinkly plastic, and yeah. you crush it, and it's ruined. Yeah, and I, Steve, that what's dude doing over there? It stretches my springs, and it it more so than anything, it pisses me off. Yeah, <laughs> so oh, we does. forgot to unplug the refrigerator. I got so oh, okay. Angry at this man. Does anything stretch your springs for our new segment? Oh, I didn't have time pre- to prepare for oh, that's that one. Fine. We'll do another. We we always do stretches my springs. Yeah, that's. I the have only a thing minor. It's kind of a string stretch spring spring stretcher. Okay. Later string, string stretcher. But it's also part of like a bigger thing I want to talk about. So I'm not gonna bring it up yet. Okay, that's okay. fine. So we'll just get right into Let's the news. Let's get into then. the news. Let's get right into it. Right into the meat and potatoes. Well, I'm gonna start off with on a sad note. I like a lot of different kinds of music, right? Music yeah. is a great thing. I love older... I like Bush. I like Live. <laughs> Nickelback. I like Nickelback. Yeah. I like Bush. <laughs> I like... Gavin Rossdale when he was on his own. Yeah, I like Stained. Gwen, Gwen Stefani. <laughs> Puddle of Mud. <laughs> Creed. Oh, Go my on. gosh. Scott Stapp when he was on his own. <laughs> I don't think he ever went on his own. I think no. he went straight into alcohol rehab. <laughs> And then lost all of his money, and he's I doing just, really I like poorly. them all they're, when they're on their own, you know. Yeah. Solo. I didn't need this awesome band. Chris Cornell. Anyway, when he, when he was on his own. So I do like a lot of different music, and uh, there was a man named Eddie Money. Two tickets to paradise. He That's took right. one of them because he died. Uh-huh. Uh, I I thought self inflicted or just that. old age. Well, it was uh, stage four esophageal cancer. Ew. Uh, he was uh, sick for a long Could time. Have been but, very old. 70. He was on a commercial. He was seventy years old. That's what commercial was he on? In, uh it was a, it was a travel agency or some Expedia maybe. Probably and he, he was singing two tickets. Two to paradise, paradise. I'm sure he he really only had like four solid hits. That's a lot of hits. Four. I mean, right, when you well, start in the seventies, you had not so much. That's a lot of hits. Steph. You think four so? Two, you know how hard it is to make one hit. And then to make four of them? He's got Hold On To Me, like ba- or Baby Hold On To Me. Baby Hold, hold on. on To Me. Two that Tickets one? To Paradise. Yep. And uh, I don't remember the others. I got two Take Me Home Tonight. To oh, yeah. Take, Take Me Home, me home Tonight. I don't want to let you go. Oh, shaking. yeah. Shaking. Which one's shaking? Was shaking. 
Oh, oh, oh. Tap in a finger or snap wrapped in a finger. Uh, wrapped around Baby, hold on. We talked about that one. Uh, I want to go back. No. Nah. Yeah, that's about um, it. The rest of them, I yeah. don't know. I he mean, didn't sing Money, right? No, that was Pink Floyd. Yeah. Oh, that was a joke. <laughs> now I get it. Ah, zing. zing the wall. <laughs> yes. It was on the wall. Yeah. No, saw, it wasn't. Money's on uh, it's on Dark, Dark Side, Side of the, of the moon. moon. Yep. Dang it. I was so close. Yeah. Because yeah. I seen Dark Side of the Mule. So oh, did yes. You. That and was they, and they awesome. played Money. Dark Side of the Mule was awesome. If you guys want to go see something awesome, go see Dark Side of the Mule. Yeah, Amy, not so much of a fan. Well, if you like Pink Floyd. But yeah, I oh, was okay. in I wonder what the hell you guys are talking about. And it's, uh, Avid Brothers played before them, and that yeah, was really the good. The Avid Brothers, who played uh, last week. it's weekend. Avid. It's no. not Avid. They played last weekend at Northerly <laughs> Island. I was supposed to go. I didn't go. Oh, really? No, they're playing tomorrow, uh, Friday, this Friday. Oh. At Northerly Island. Um, but I'm not going. But, okay, so there's a band called Government Mule. I don't mm-hmm. know if you've heard of them. But I have they, not. They've been around for a long time. They're kind of a jam band either. They're, they're not like mainstream popular, but in the jam band world, they're very popular. They're no yes. Eddie Money? Um, not pop music-wise. Yeah, he was But, popular. I mean, they're very, very big in like the Grateful Dead community. Let's mm-hmm. put it that way. Um, same same uh, Deadheads? Oh, man. Well, I mean, just like yeah. jam band stuff in general. Anyway, they do a tour called Dark Side of the Mule. Where they only do Dark Side of the Moon, really. Did they do other Pink no, Floyd I songs? No, I think they did other Pink Floyd songs. I think they just they call do, it Dark they, Side of the it's Moon. It's like a Pink Floyd catchy. cover night. They don't even gotcha. do any of their own songs. No, and it was awesome. And it really was good. It. They're like amazing. And they do the whole laser light show and everything. I mean, it's, it's, it's great. Yep. All right, more news. Dark Side so of the Moon. here's the weird part. So we talked. It's like people hear us when we speak and are listening yeah. to what we say. Uh, people like at Disney, uh, I feel like they're listening to us. Mm-hmm. And oh, the I reason you. I say this is because they came out with a, a few of the shows that are going to be on Disney Plus. Yes, sir, they did. Ducktales, yep. Tailspin, Rescue Rangers, Darkwing Duck. I, 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 I'm we, excited about Darkwing Duck. Oh, so am I. We were just discussing this on the very the, the very last podcast, episode mm-hmm. 41, um, eaten by a whale. And we talked about all these Saturday morning cartoons and everything that we loved. You're missing like growing two up. biggies that they announced. Which ones? Yeah. Uh, Spider-Man, the animated oh, series. No, that was my next thing. Oh, I was okay. getting into that. Also, Spider-Man and X-Men, the animated series. That's huge. Also be you know how many people will subscribe just for X-Men? I know. It's incredible. Well, I have very fond memories of the 90s X-Men. Which oh, yeah. I was hoping they'd do a reboot and have it be like that. But well, they've then, done several reboots of X Men after that. Then none of them were as good as that original right, series. None of them well, were. if they would, they did the one that was pretty book. good called Wolverine and the X Men, where he was kind of the prophet. He was all oh, animated. You mean am- animated? Yeah, the, there's yeah. there's X Men Evolution. I think yeah, that was there a, was X Men Evolution, Evolution, which that, that was, was a different team though, wasn't it? I don't remember yeah, that. Yeah, I didn't watch. They it. were all not older. bad. None yeah. of them were bad. Well, because they're animated, and that's what makes them better. Because. They can do weirder crap. Disney Plus is going to put every other streaming service through the ringer well, for quite a while. I've Speaking noticed. of Disney Plus, guess yeah. what comes out November 12th? Yeah. Disney Plus? The Mandalorian. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. We've yeah. talked about it. We yeah, talked about the, um, Have you, the trailer. Yeah. And, did you watch the trailer? Yeah. To it? It looks amazing. Amazing. Unbelievable. Well, the amount uh, of money that these people are throwing out on this stuff yeah. is incredible. So there's several guys at work. Started listening to the podcast because I told them about Perfect. it because I put Thank it on you. Facebook, 
and they love your guys' podcast. It's awesome. When we start talking about the Mandalorian, we can talk about this later. They're excited about it. So more of the guys who aren't really comic book guys like we are right. ask, well, what's it about? I go, have you heard of both? Go, yeah, yeah, yeah. They go, take, it's supposed to be John Favre who did Iron Man, you know, the, the Jungle Book, you mm-hmm. know, Swingers, all that stuff, and put them in Game of Thrones. And they're like, what? I go, that's what it's supposed to be like is a that type of a mentality, but it's Star Wars based. Like, oh, that sounds awesome. Yeah. So I'm looking really really yeah. a lot to Mandalorian. It, it's going to yeah. be amazing. I mean, just having Just, Jow, just looking at the production value, it looks like Rogue One. I mean, it well, looks like a movie quality. I mean, and, and not just look at anything John Fowler has done in the past 12, well, since, Oh, yeah, everything he's touched. It, it's, I mean, it's he's gold. the he's basically the reason I mean, Marvel really took there, off. There's three the direct universe. there's three like premier directors right now. Him, JJ, Oh yeah. And well, I mean, there's more than three, but uh, right. there's quite a few. Yeah, but yeah, I know and, what you mean. But he's the whole reason the Marvel Cinematic Universe took off because he Russo did Iron Brothers. Man. He but brought it, in uh, Robert Downey Jr. Robert I mean, Downey he Jr. was at the and, low point of his career. I mean, oh, yeah. if you look back on what Marvel did, take John Falva, who was not a mainstream director by any means, and then take Je- Robert Downey Jr., who literally got out of jail, was it six months to a year before Iron Man? It wasn't long. And then they, we're, we're going we're gonna to re- do this movie. And they're like, Iron Man. I remember seeing it in theaters, and I was like, holy shit, this yeah, is started awesome. Yeah. And then... Yep. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see what he does. Yep. Not, and it's not that I think production value is what makes everything good. That's mm-hmm. not true. But seeing the production value... Hmm. I mean, I have all of all the faith in the world that they're going to. Yeah, write I have a an show, example so. when we get to what we're watching of a, a situation where all the right pieces are in place and the production values there, and they missed. And they missed. So we'll talk about that in oh, a little all bit. Right. But and, so, and while you're talking on podcast stuff, because um, you were bringing up, I was. I'm pretty sure I was talking about you know Disney Plus. Well. Yeah, but it was based on something. To what do we with were talking podcast. about. Yeah. What we were talking about last time. I got. Uh, Two interesting things, unless you're ready to move on from that. Yeah, go for it. Um, two things I forgot to mention at the top of the show about the podcast. Oh, okay. What, um, what were those? One was a the growth we've seen, but the massive surge in popularity of the state of Maryland. Yeah. Maryland apparently listens like, to our show quite a bit. Big time. Thank you, Maryland. It was like a more than twenty five percent of our listens last. It was over the last week. It was over a third. I think. Really? Yeah. Out of mm-hmm. the state of Maryland, and I don't know why. And a bunch of Michigan. That's awesome. Big on the East Coast. A bunch of Michigan as well. Michigan. There's just the one from New York, and you know where it is? <laughs> Cox. Cox. New York. Saggy New York. A bunch of UK, too. You're like, fucking with me, right? Double yeah. digits in no. the UK. Oh, yeah. You weren't on that episode. That was when Tim was here. I, sh- I shouted out to our one listener from Coxsackie, New York. And that's, that's awesome. A real place. It's a not a made up place um, at all. Um, yeah, they're they're coming from all over the place. And so, I posted uh, a thing on Reddit about our issues with the formatting. So so recently we switched uh, podcast hosting websites. Yes, this is a little like inside baseball, but uh, so we had a, a one host site. We went to a different host site. They're now hosted by Podbean. Podbean. Yes, that is our hosting site. I, I like them. I think their stats are really, really great. The statistics are way better, and that's the main reason why we switched. Something occurred in when we moved, when I moved the episodes from uh, our original podcasting host to the new one. Um, they All the episodes switched over just fine. Uh, the 
you have to do a 301 redirect of your RSS feed. That's something nobody cares about. But that went over just well. It took like 30 minutes. It ended up working. I thought everything was golden. Chris noticed right away formatting of what our show episode notes. description basically in the show notes um, the is completely wrong. It smushed everything together. So all of our links were are smushed. They still probably are. It rendered are, so. the HTML inoperable. Yes, it did. And it's... It's annoying, uh, to say the least, because it adds a lot more work for us to fix that. And and to a certain extent, some of it's just not going to get fixed. So. Right. It probably won't, and it is what it is. It's just kind of messing up the links a, a little bit on there. Um, we've fixed quite a few. Yeah. yeah. I think quite a few look pretty good. But um, anyways, I posted about that on Reddit to see what people say, would say about it. Um, quite a few of them agreed and said they had the same issue. Uh, they also agreed about the support. Stuff. Terrible. Um, and then one guy said that you need to look at the RSS feed because inside of it you could see the difference between the two just on uh, the episodes. Like if you look at the each individual episode, there'll show it'll show differences apparently on how it's put together. I don't know. That's above my head. Meh. Anyway. But what happened was people were asking me why we switched. I started talking about how I didn't feel like the stats from our original show host um, were that accurate. And I had one of the co-founders from that uh, host start replying to me. And they're like, he, he, I'm, a say, I'm saying he, it could be a she, I guess, uh, was saying that they are absolutely accurate and they feel they're more accurate than everybody else's. Ooh. Um, and they were arguing with me quite a bit. Uh, but, and then I said, well, I started seeing differences when we switched to show like more users. Like I felt like they were holding back on users because what they claim to be, or downloads, I mean, uh, what they claim to be a download and what others are claiming to be a download, download are, are less, you know? And they said, well, that, that's just bad statistics because they're probably counting multiple downloads and, he got into a, like a big long rant about it, but I don't think he was very appreciative of me saying that I didn't feel like, but I also put in my statement on there, like my remark that I said, I am basing this off of nothing other than my own opinion. Well, one of like, them's backed I just, by the governing standard of podcast statistics. Oh, I told him that. And he said that they were too, but they just don't list it on their website. I said, maybe you should list it on your website. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's a huge selling so, point. So I don't know. But again, I like the statistics that we're getting now. I think the layout's a lot better. I also talked about the embedded player being better. I do um, like the, our previous... At this point, I'm liking our previous podcast host better, but we'll see. You think? Yeah. It's just more user-friendly. Yeah, definitely. I think. So quickly on that, um, that's enough Inside Baseball podcast yes. stuff. Whew. Sorry. That was exciting. <laughs> but when we're talking about the podcast, we do have a, we did get an exciting new review on iTunes. Oh, really? I did? Read and point out. I kn- I didn't know this. Yeah. I really enjoyed the podcast. Chris and Jerry have a great, a very good on-air chemistry, and the episodes tend to feel very natural conversation. There have been debates on a number of topics, including movies, TV, current events, and, of course, comics. Several episodes have sparked me to explore media that I typically wouldn't have developed a deeper appreciation for several works of art that I knew little or nothing about previously. Very nice review. What stands out to me is this review was left by none other than Trip McNeely. McNeely. Yeah, the, it says the the Trip Trip McNeely. McNeely. 
Yeah. Which, as we all know, was a character in the 1990s movie, Can't Hardly Wait. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's where it was. Played by Jerry O'Connell. Jerry O'Connell, yes. So, my thought is that Jerry O'Connell uses the screen name Trip McNeely. Probably. To comment on his favorite podcast. So we have officially been reviewed as a podcast by Jerry, by Jerry O'Connell. O'Connell. Aren't, we, aren't you stretching it just no. a little bit? Hollywood superstar Jerry, Jerry O'Connell, O'Connell has officially given us his stamp of approval. Of approval. A plus rating. So he's nice. Thank you. So, so is he snarf talked or is it, you know? Thank you, I mean, fellow I, Jerry. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I like more, I like that. Good. Okay. That was a long way yeah. to go. Woo! Back to the news. Yep. Um, so another, not only is Disney Plus listening to us and listening to this podcast, yep. yeah, I know. so is Apple. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. Because Apple TV is going to put out a reboot. Another show that we talked about recently? Of okay. Ghost Rider. Uh, oh, I love Ghost, Ghost Rider. Rider. You brought it up and you said, yes. do you remember the show Ghost Rider? Love I love Ghost Rider. We need to, I agree. I, I did listen to the last episode. It was episode 40. I did not listen to it. I had time. Okay. But, uh. You get. We do need to talk about '90s TV shows sometimes because there's. You were just naming them off like I watched it. I watched. It, I watched. It. I loved all of them. Yeah, and we definitely thought halfway through we're like we need to have like a more thorough top ten. Yeah, situation. Absolutely. That was like a last minute. We had no content yeah. prepared for that show. So. so here's my question about Ghost Rider though. Um, how do you think they're going to reboot that? Because in the 90s, it was like a big deal for a computer. And it was like a green, you yeah. know, the black with the right. green and letters. And it, it was like typing. It's so easy. The, to the do kids that. would come over and they put the modem on top of the computer and they plug it in. You, you heard the. Yeah. So but it could be like a dial up sound. So it could in like, be anything. Well, that's what I mean. Like nowadays, what's going to be. I want to know the deal about the ghost. I want to see the origin story of the horrible death yeah. of this child. How do you know it was horrible? He was a child detective. He got into a situation he shouldn't have been into. He got <laughs> murdered. He got in too deep. He became a ghost. Wow. Came back. He says, Mom, I'm in too deep. I gotta I get out. I missed a whole lot of episodes of that show, apparently. That, no, I'm saying that's what they need to do. Yeah. I know. I know. And then he gets murdered. He comes back. And then he becomes the ghost computer ghost the that ice helps cream. the other kids the to ghost of the machine. get his own murderer. And it, it's the ice cream man, and they don't know about it. Yeah. And everybody loves the ice cream man. And they all run up to the truck. He knew that he was poisoning the ice cream. Oh yeah, turning wow. people into this is really cool. <laughs> you know, they've already made a reboot of uh, Where in the World is Carmen San Diego? Like recently? Yeah, there's yeah, a car- there's a TV show on Netflix. A cartoon. Grace Gory's Oh yeah, but it's not like a game show. It's, no, it's, it's like not the game show. Thing. It's an actual like animated. I watched show. it a little bit. I, I didn't think it was Gr- very good. Grace loves it. Really? Yeah. Take him watch the show. So. It's called Where in the I World's never... Carmen San Diego. I'm like, what? Where in the world is Carmen San Diego? What's <laughs> <laughs> that, that lady? You Remember did that, that so perfect. <laughs> Where in the world is Carmen San Diego? <laughs> so, <laughs> so why next we... news, more about Netflix. Netflix just had probably the single greatest purchase of all time. Uh, what they get? Yes. Yeah. They bought Seinfeld. They're only losing Friends and The Office. Well, yeah, but what are you going to do? I mean, you can't get everything. I thought they had Friends but, like forever. You know no. what? They what? they they got complete global streaming rights of Seinfeld. Um, so apparently, it's not been anywhere. It's not, mm. Hulu or Crackle it, had it. Sony. No. Hmm. 
Crackle had it. Crackle had it because that's what his uh, writing in cars and getting coffee with comedians was on. And now that is on Netflix also. That's on yes. Netflix now. Yeah. Man, that, so Crackle's owned by Sony. It's their so, it's Sony streaming. That's network. it. Right. Um, but it doesn't seem like they're a big enough player to land in Seinfeld. They had it for a while. Wow. That's well, I used to watch it when I was on Shift and it was on Crackle. Well, the thing uh, about uh, Crackle is it's free. That was a long time well, ago. Well, I was trying to find it where that's one of the reasons why they pulled the whole Spider-Man out of the Marvel Universe is to be able to put it on Crackle to have their own animated series to try to get Crackle going again. But it's never going to go. It's never going to go. It's never going to Stop it. Come on. Yeah, I not, agree with you. I Sony needs to just make a deal with Netflix. Put or all just, their content or Netflix. just go back to the deal with Disney they had and put all their shit on Disney's streaming service and be like, I don't know if Disney will go for that. So they haven't released uh, how much exactly, or I guess I haven't seen it. How much exactly they bought the rights to that for? They had bought uh, the office for five hundred million. They spent five hundred mil on that. Mm-hmm. They they Holy made holy cow. They and made they, that back so fast. Oh I mean, well, there's a lot because the they, office has been on there forever. And there's a lot of people that only subscribe because of the office. Right. <laughs> they reportedly spent a significant amount more to get Seinfeld on there. Uh, that doesn't surprise so, me. Although I do not think that Seinfeld will have the draw that the office has. No, that's... I do. No. That, no. That's, that, yes, the I thing do. about The Office yes, is it, it draws a you female when, audience. When was the last episode of Seinfeld? When did it air? 95, 96? No. no the last 99. one was like 90... I thought it was thinking like 98, but yeah, it was close to 2000. I think that the key to Friends in Office is they pull a female viewership. Seinfeld doesn't. Seinfeld has been the single largest show of all time for... Basically, since it's been... I don't know if you know that, though. Now, with streaming. Like, now with The Office being on streaming for so long. Google it. Um, I guarantee you. I don't know. We'll see. I I mean... It's been running in syndication for so long, I guess that would be hard to say. I I just really think that... um, The difference is is that... Here's what I don't understand. uh, Okay, it was... The Office hasn't really been syndicated, has it? Is it still running on, like, TBS or anything like that? Yeah, for sure. It's on all the time. So Seinfeld went to uh, 98, the 29 so, seasons. So here's my question. Does NBC Universal not own Seinfeld? No. They Jerry, don't own it. Jerry Seinfeld and, and uh, Larry David So they just own sold Seinfeld. the show. Okay. Because that was confusing to me because the reason they're pulling Friends in the office is because NBC and Universal are coming out with their own streaming app. Right. Yeah, absolutely. So I understand that, that. That's why I got confused. I'm like, wouldn't Seinfeld be on that? No, Larry David and Jerry Seinfeld have owned it forever. That's why. So that like totally makes sense to go to Netflix because yeah. he's already on Netflix well, with comedians. Yeah. If and they would, probably said like, hey, uh, you keep producing comedians and cars getting coffee. Although he was producing that show on his own. Yeah, he paid well, he paid Sony. 100%. Yeah, but he paid he he, he, he made the show and no, then he just sold it to whoever. Kind of right. like Dave Chappelle did with it's his comedy. It's not like it's hurting his pocketbook at all. He could create a whole movie on his own budget. Well, he's like a he's, very He did. He, he's movie. very Hollywood savvy. If you ever look at some of he the did? Young, Yeah. What? B movie. He I made that movie. He, he paid for all that. that. He was producer. No kidding. And yeah. comedian and comedian Jerry Seinfeld comedian. What? There's a movie like, called Jerry Seinfeld Comedian. Yeah, that, oh, really? Uh, one I need to see that. that movie. I've never right? seen that no. either. Yeah. Have I. Yeah, it's like a behind the stage. It's like a documentary, like behind the stage of him building up his new set. No kidding. It's great. Oh, I need to watch that. Have you ever heard great. Dave Chappelle and some of the newer comedians talk about Seinfeld and how much... Because when he met Larry Davids, Davids, Davis... David. David, thank you. Larry David had already done uh, one show. Uh, what, what was the... Uh, 
show he did on HBO. I can't remember the name of it. It was uh, Curb. He, Curb no, your enthusiasm. No, before that, there was another one. Uh, Larry Sanders show. Oh, he did. Yeah, he was a writer. Oh, yeah, he was a writer on that. So when Jerry Seinfeld came in to the when he he was a comedian coming up, you know, he he, he told these younger comedians they're going to offer you the package where it's going to be a TV show, it's going to be this, and they're going to offer you a ton of money, and you're going to take it. Don't. I can't remember the name of the documentary, but all these young comedians are talking about how much they love Jerry Seinfeld because he warns them all, this is what's going to happen to you, and this is what they're going to offer you. And Chappelle was one of the ones that spoke out like, you know, he warned me this was going to happen, and I did not listen to him yeah. at all. Well, I know that I've heard Chappelle say before about Jerry Seinfeld. I've heard a lot of comedians say, like, he's not the funniest stand-up, but he's the hardest working. Mm-hmm. His work ethic oh, really? is insane. Yeah. yeah, And his obsession with comedy Right is unrivaled by any other. Because he will just being. walk into a, a New York club out of nowhere and just do a set. And he's, 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 and he's obsessed with it. Yeah. I mean, that's all he does and thinks about. And I he's mean, got what's tr- the deal with comedians? He's got a true. No. I think he's got a true comedian mind where he like has no emotional weight to him at all. Uh, have you seen him speak and yeah. talk to people? Well, like, if, I don't think you he can does. see it on comedians and cars getting coffee all the time. He does not care about anything. He's a complete nihilist about everything in the world except for comedy. Yeah, so, but you're right. Have you? Seen he's a comedian. He, he that's how it should be. Have you seen the video of him where he's being interviewed and then uh, you know Kesha, the singer, yeah, Kesha, he, she comes up to him while he's being interviewed and this is all videotape and she comes up and she like taps him on the shoulder and she's like oh my gosh it's really you and he's like standing back like this looking at her with his hands up and she's like can i have a hug he's like no thanks no 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 thanks and she's like oh come on just one hug and he just keeps doing this no 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 thanks and then she like like kind of like puts her hands down and walks away and he turns and looks back at the interviewer and he's like who was that who was who was this person i I have a lot of fair, respect. Who would recognize Ketchup? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I wouldn't. I mean, I have a lot of respect for Jerry Seinfeld for being a nihilist and only caring about comedians because uh, there was an interview that Johnny Carson gave back in the mid-'80s about how uh, they asked him, how come you never tackled more serious subjects? How come you never you had a show you should be doing more serious stuff like all the late-night hosts do now? And Jerry or Johnny Carson's uh, response was, I'm, a, I'm an uh, uh, entertainer. I'm a comedian. My job is not to tackle those serious things. It is to entertain. And once you go on to that next platform, you're no longer entertainer. You are inf- you're in, uh, influencing people's opinion, and that's not my job. Well, that's I think, what I love about him and Chappelle. Chappelle just, is just all over the board. Oh, my he, God. He did, His ooh. new special is I, so I, good. I, I, I've, I've seen had it two yet. people since we talked about it on the podcast yeah. that have ten, came to me and said, and, and two people that I wouldn't necessarily expect, and said, oh, my God. Yeah. yeah, this is good, and I'm like, it's the best. The, it, the first four he released was insane. I mean, I really enjoyed the. First this is one. on a whole different level. I haven't seen him yet. That, that really, was going to be this weekend. Oh, you haven't watched it yet? I haven't Holy had time. Smokes. It's really um, good. You know, I think uh, the difference is now b- between then and now. Okay, here's the big difference. Um, outrage is entertainment. Oh yes. yeah. So people want to tune in and see the late night hosts go on a uh, ridiculous tirade about whatever political thing's going on because that's what's entertaining them to know. Like, I, we live in a world yeah. where politics, I don't understand outrage, that. Um, activism, these yeah. are entertainment. Yeah. Well, it's and, not so much... And, and back in the day, that 
you wanted to be distracted from all that. Yeah. That's what entertainment oh, was. And, and yeah. my, here's my, sure. my, my daughter got some bad grades this week. She brought home some bad papers. And I didn't yell at her, but I, I told her these are unacceptable. And yep. I may have said it in too shrewd, too harsh of a tone. Cause she got upset, you know, she's 10 year old, blah, blah, blah. And yeah. she goes in the, she comes out and she's, I don't like being upset. She goes, I don't like the way how that makes me feel. You talk to me like that. And I'm like, and I, good. And, <laughs> I fucking lost it. I'm like, Hey little girl, this is what's going to happen the rest of your life. You, you don't it, want it, to like that. You shouldn't want to. That's like what that. I told right. those, those are almost the exact words. I said, well, if I do bad at work, do you think I, my boss goes, it's okay. You'll do better next time. No, I get yelled at, honey. I get in trouble. This is the rest of your life. You you need to succeed and do good. I'm not telling you you got to do perfect because that's you need to do well. And going back to what you're saying, I think it's the generation that's coming up. They're not used to being yelled at. It's not that generation. I mean, it starts probably more with our generation. Yeah. And maybe even the one ahead of us. Yeah. Um, it's been going on for a long time. And, and I want to be clear. I don't know what's right. Right. So no. I don't know if well, I agree with you on yeah. what you just said. And, yeah. and I agree as a parent with everything that you just said. Thank you. But that doesn't mean it's that right. we're right. Yeah. Oh, I mean, oh, it oh. could possibly be that well, that's why they call it the complete opposite approach and being like, it's OK. And not having a standard to which you want your children to live up to yeah. is a better approach. It's very possible. That's true. That's why they know. call it belief. There is no way for anybody to know that. No, there is no way. With any and certainty, it, yeah. because every kid, every is person is different. different. Yeah. Every child is completely different. And to say, different, everybody you know, I, I suppose you could say on statistical average, this is the better way. But, and then again, Maybe. by what but, outcome do you measure Yeah, that? but then you're going to find yeah. that one exactly. kid. Exactly. Like, yeah. what, where yeah. is the measurement yeah. there? It's uh, impossible. So, I, you can only go by what feels right yeah. in your gut. You go, with your me, gut you go with your gut and your instinct, and yeah. that's what you go by. And just turns out my gut and my instinct is horribly wrong my wife corrects me all the time about it <laughs> no i mean i think that the reason you feel like that is because that's the way you were raised and yeah hey Which, it worked out pretty well it did well it's still up in the air yeah we're still waiting to that. see yeah. if I mean, he's successful you're yeah. in the top one percent <laughs> right Woo-hoo. i'm, hey, you, I'm, you I'm are, on you a podcast a that's on youtube so my daughter thinks i am a here. rock star one right percenter this guy um so what else we got on news i mm-hmm. got more news here's I got a lot of what you're watching. Yeah, me Here's too. the deal. Uh, Mark Bernardin. I talk about this guy a lot, right? Mm-hmm. He always kind of stretches my springs a little bit on his viewpoint. Yep. Uh, on movies and whatnot. And on the most recent Fat Man Beyond podcast, they were talking about the Joker. And, you know, because we were um, talking about the movie, uh, you know, we haven't seen it yet, obviously, but recent reviews have come out a lot of critic reviews and whatnot because they were shown it at film festivals and it's been like wildly uh good you know like everybody's been for this movie joaquin phoenix is like blowing it out of the water the only thing mark bernardin talked about have you heard that did you listen to no. the podcast? no okay. the only thing mark bernardin said is that he's afraid that the Joker movie will incite too much violence oh my because God. of the time oh, that we're you. living in. And he thinks deal with this. He thinks it's just, glorifying just, violence just and celebrating the outcast and making light of them uh, as a group of terrorists. And uh, and together, like it'll bring people together to like promote all of the violence and killing. Has he even read a comic and book with Joker in it? You could, yeah. You could feel. I the, get what he's saying in that second part when you said, "I'm sure 
that they make him out to be an outcast on yeah. the edge of society. Yes, and they do. They do, and they band much. those people together, and they cause mayhem. So I can see from that perspective how that is the exact same issue that we're dealing with, right? With these mass shooters, it, in so a way, I can see that. And well, to give them a rallying cry, no, I don't think it's going to rally and cry. But just, you it, can't live no. your life. It's a movie. Scared. Here's no. here's the point. I, here's a thing that I wanted to tie into this though. So then I I listened to a Joe Rogan podcast and he and Rob Zombie was on it. I like Rob is Zombie it, a lot. Is that a good one? I haven't Big seen. It. I haven't I listened to it yet. I, I like Rob Zombie a lot, and it is a very good podcast. They talk a lot about movies and like making movies yeah. and stuff. But anyway, on that podcast, um, Joe Rogan asked him if he felt like. Uh, like glorify him glorifying violence, like the media claims he does, um, and violence against women. Yeah, like if if he feels any different because the media is saying like you glorify violence in your movies and it shouldn't be done. And Rob Zombie replied with, "The rules of real life do not and cannot apply to art." And as soon as he said that, I was like, "That's exactly what needs to be said to Mark Bernardin. Like you can't have art." If you're going to try to put it in real life terms, that's not what it is. Fiction doesn't, fiction is fiction. Like you can't have Batman in real life. It's not going to work. The Joker is not a real person. And the people in his movies aren't real people. They could be technically, I guess. Like sure, there's been murders before, but it's not like he's making that movie to incite like a big uprising. And you can't take the Joker like as face value saying like, Come on, guys, let's rise up and paint our faces. I mean, it's been everyone. done before. I'm not that saying that guy it in Colorado, it, but it's it was the same during thing. the Dark Knight, right? Yeah, yeah he shot up that movie yeah. theater dressed yeah. as the Joker. It's yeah. the same thing. As well, like vi- but same he, video games make people no, kill I, people. That's what I was going to say. It's the same he, same thing. He was uh, mentally disturbed, whatever you want to call it. He had mental health issues. Well, of and, course and, he did. And, Anybody that's going to do that, exactly. You can't, and that's the whole problem with these people who. And do mass shootings. They are mentally unstable. They have mental problems. They're, right, they're screwed up people. Well, I wouldn't say screwed up. They have an issue being depression, which is real. I mean, somebody can go off deep end fast that they have a bad thing in their life. But it, it, how you choose to deal with that problem is is on you. I've recently dealt with some of my own problems, and but whatever. And I, did, I chose, I didn't have, wasn't even an inkling to go out and do a mass shooting of any no, type no, these like These people that. are severely disturbed. Yeah. It goes further than yeah. the big thing depression here, or but anxiety. The, the, I mean, that's, it goes but, into it. But the other point of that is, Ill. we, the news is, like we talked about earlier, that you, you, how you said that people, the, the new norm is people being outraged and that. So they throw that on the news to say, hey, oh, this is bad. We got to ban guns, you know? And so those people who are mentally disturbed see that those people are being glorified. And they think that they well, if I do that, I, I maybe they'll put me up there on that pedestal too, so, and my name will be on the news. And, and here's the thing, though: it's like, so how do you, do you ban movies that are too violent? Do you ban hey, video games that are hey, too violent? No, this is my away? this is my and this is oh, the same I, I, argument I mean, with guns. I mean, it's well, the same argument with everything. It's drugs. Like, if you if you ban crystal meth, guess what? People won't do it. Oh wait, yeah, <laughs> prohibition doesn't work. It, it never it, has. It, it never will. will. No. It won't. And you can't have. Like Rob Zombie was saying, you can't have art if you try to make it reality. There's no such thing. Like you can't have a movie if you only want it to be a real life scenario. Who's going to watch a movie that is fake? First of all, the the links that people try to link um, 
they've tried over and over to link violence to video games, right? Right. Nah. But crime statistics overall have gone down massively over the period mm-hmm. of time we've had video games. So it, they've never proven any sort of a link. Um, there's never been any statistical... Remember when, Mortal, remember when Mortal Kombat came out? They said that was going to oh ruin gosh. our generation. They've been it forever. But I've yeah. never once ripped a man's head off with his spine attached to it and said, fatality. Guess what? I mean, I, I froze somebody with liquid nitrogen and then punched them. Yeah, yeah. right. Guess what? Uh, crime statistics have gone steadily down for a long time. Exactly. And Unless you live 70s, in Chicago. In the 70s. You know, if, if you live in Chicago. They just keep going up. Crime and murders were through the roof. Like, look at statistics well, about murder yeah. from 60s and 70s, and it's like triple what it is The now. point being, there's never been a time in history and a place in history that has ever been safer. Than now. Than so, now. And here. But that is not the story, the narrative that we're told. No. By the, main, by the I, news. And that's the problem. I think news, as, as we grew up, was when Walter Cronkite or Dan Rather or Peter Jennings came on, what they said, when I remember sitting at the kitchen table at 6 o'clock, whatever time we were eating dinner, the news was on, we watched it, and by God, that's what happened, and that was the truth. And now, nobody watches the news because nobody fucking believes it's the word not. that comes out of it. Like, I mean, well, the people watch it. The local Channel 7 news, you know, what happened in Chicago, what happened in Joliet, what happened, blah, 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 blah. I think people watch that, but do you really tune into Channel to Fox or CNN or whatever news outlet you watch, do you really believe it? That's not news. Exactly. And, and I, I'm not sure what percentage of the population is tuning into that thinking that it is news. Watch but I bet the, you most of them is, are. Is it, I bet you a lot of people do think it is. I don't is. know that they think that's news or they, they just think it's entertainment. What's the show on HBO? Uh, Newsroom? There was a show. There was. Newsroom. And they hit With a Jeff lot. Jeff Bridges. Jeff Bridges. That is a great show. I recommend watching that. It opened your eyes about how the media had, has changed in the last oh, yeah. 10 Jeff years. Bridges, that was, uh, no, it wasn't Jeff, Jeff Daniels. Jeff Daniels. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's great. I recommend it. It's been, it's two seasons it's long. It's an Aaron Sorkin show. I yeah. Think. Really is good. It? Hey, speaking of the Joker. Okay. What's your guys' thinks, thoughts? Is, is it going to, so anytime a critic says a movie is good, I generally don't like it. But... I, I'm not in that camp. Usually, no, I I um, tend to agree more with what, the critics than well, what, not. What I have researched is that it's not what we would consider a Joker movie. No, I, I never expected it to be. No, I mean I think they are playing off of some of it. Like he's the tormented comedian that was in uh, the Killing Joke, you know. Uh, but it's its own thing. I think it's definitely going to be more of a um, a. Uh, a like a personal like yeah. movie, like a character-driven movie. On it this is, guy. because it's like, all about him. And that's what Mark Bernardin was saying in his explanation, is that since it's it's making him the hero, yeah, it's making him look like the hero, I don't think that's the case. I think it's just a viewpoint of a man that slowly goes insane because of the world around him. Right. Which is what... And I understand people could take that as, as their reality. You know, like, that's what they're living in, too. But it's... I just think it's really wild to say that... I think that we need to separate a, you, these two thoughts. So, yes. So we need to take that and let it exist. And then we need to step back and say, okay, if this is happening, this violence is happening, rarely, but still happening, then we all need to sit back and say, like, Okay, what do we need to do? What do the, the parents need to do? What do the teachers need to do to be able to be unburdened by yes. regulation to go 
something's wrong with that kid. Right. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like something's wrong with that kid. Why but can't right we now, say they that? Can't do that. You no. can't. And that's probably they're, they're saying that the Joker is a lot like Taxi Driver. It's like a very similar that. film. Which, yeah. That would be cool. To Taxi Driver that makes me excited. Taxi Driver was a very violent film. Taxi that Driver man, was also very controversial when it came out. Yeah. I believe for the same reasons. Really? And and now See, you they took, now they you go back talk and about watch it as like, it wasn't. I mean, well, that, I think uh, in retrospect, uh, it's oh, become yeah, it more of a cinematic classic. But I think at right. the time. I think it was pretty controversial because it but was so the violent. Movie, the movie's still out. Yeah, the I movie think, you uh, could watch it at any point in time that you want. Yeah, is that inciting violence? Nope. No. I, I mean, mean sure, human. Sure, things incite violence in in in. Well, House of a Thousand individuals, but let's try to let's try to address it from. How can we address the effed up individual? Exactly. Yes, I not agree. the thing that's gonna happen they're gonna find it in anything so when they'll find it in that movie they'll find it in something else they'll find it in something else here's the thing it it has to be a cultural thing it has to be everybody has to be able to say jerry you know comes that comes back from or a veteran comes back from the golf and they have an issue culturally wise your friends your family have to say hey this guy has an issue yeah but the reason we can't do that is because we've built Slowly over time, a stigma of mental health in this country. Correct. Yeah. And we don't Correct. have any resources available to help anybody. Very. It's minimal. a joke. You, you, this you, country you, is a joke as I far agree as with mental you 100%. health resources. There should be every town, every county should have ample centers and resources for people to go well, get this kind of help. I agree. You know, but, freely but, and available. But yeah. th- that's the stigmata you go to. There is a Grundy County health, uh, mental health area. There, yeah, there, but it's, that's nothing. It's... It's got a pretty good budget, but the problem is nobody goes there to get help. Yeah. When when you are mentally down, if you have depression or if you have uh, 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 post traumatic stress syndrome, you don't know you have it. You just think you're pissed off at the world. Yeah. And until somebody helps it. you, it's difficult because as it's hard to give those people help because they're hard to help. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. You know what I mean. So when I was listening to this. Uh, because uh, I only listen to that podcast. I don't watch the YouTube video. Um, they have a YouTube video of it. When Mark was talking about this stuff, you could feel not necessarily tension, but the awkwardness between the two because Kevin Smith did not feel the same way. Like he's thinking of it as a comic book type movie. Yeah. And like the Joker as a character he's always seen on the screen. Like you would assume he would. Well, Mark's the and, ultimate like. And he was just like. He's like, holy shit, man. Like, I just wanted to hear good reviews about the Joker. Like, you could tell they were on completely different sides. And it was was awkward to listen to because Kevin was, like, trying to be nice about it. But what he really wanted to say was, like, shut up. Like, you could easily tell he was not on board with that whatsoever. But... It is what it is. I I wanted to bring it up because it's ridiculous. I think I, it's I really hope it's ridiculous. a good movie. I, I hope DC does something right. You, 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 even I'm if it's super all, excited for it. I, I want it to be dark and gloomy and evil yep, and yep. see a man get like just go insane. I yep. think it's going to be so awesome. Well, because really well, I think me and you are about the two biggest Batman fans that I know that probably exist. Yeah, uh, well, I wouldn't go that far, but we're <laughs> we're pretty big. But uh. I am praying that they do this right. I mean, yeah, and, and it's completely standalone yeah. on its own. But speaking of Joker, maybe it won't be. Did you hear who they might cast in the, in the new The Batman movie? No, no. 
Uh, not so much Batman. We all know it's going to be the guy from uh, Robert Pattinson. Is that for Robert sure? That is, yes, that is 100% Robert yeah. Pattinson. Which I think, if you look at, and we talked about this last time I was on, and you guys have talked about it since then, he's got some pretty good films out there. I'm I mean, excited I'm for it. I'm, I'm, I, I hope, I'm but, not, uh, uh, not against him. Rihanna. Means. Rihanna. No. Rihanna as Catwoman? As Poison Ivy. Not a fan. I I I I think I just, you know, know that's that, that's doable. That's doable. I mean, Sinners I mean, she, as actors. Well, she was in a, a space flick uh, that didn't take off. It was French. Uh, oh yes, I thousand know. the planet of a thousand uh, city of a thousand planets. Never heard of it. I don't know. Uh, yeah. but, but anyway, she was in that. She was, she, in she was good in Battleship too. Yeah. Ooh. That was yeah. A phenomenal uh, movie. That yeah. Ooh, I really think Ja Rule was in that too. <laughs> ja Rule. Ja Rule is not in that movie. Yeah, I'm pretty is sure that, he is. He's is not, he? He's not. Ja Rule. One of those J rappers. Maybe DMX. There are no. three computers in front of us. I, I know. I'll guarantee. It's not even worth that. looking up. So <laughs> anyway, and Catwoman, Zoe Kravitz. Okay, I like her. Zoe who? Oh, Kravitz. Kravitz. Lenny Kravitz's daughter. Daughter. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I think those those, so those are doable. The the talk is, and this was also from Fat Man on Batman, and they both had very credible sources. And Kevin was pretty uncomfortable about uh, Mark spilling the beans, and he's like, "I don't know if we're supposed to be talking about this or not." But they put it out there. It'll work for him. And they said uh, that it's the Batman's uh, storyline is supposed to be the Long Halloween. Oh, oh, no kidding. I've not heard that. Yeah. That, well, well, that's one of the best, guys. And if yeah. you want to go read something great, go get The Long Halloween. Right. Absolutely. That's so, Jeff Loeb, right? Yes. Yeah. Which and, that's, uh, that's on my... We'll talk about what as what we're re- watching, watching and reading. But I, I think they're making The Long Halloween an animated movie, too. I, I think they, are, they, I did thought the they already did. They, they have to be. Hush, meaning... I think you, it's in production. We can maybe. talk about Hush, because I watched it, and it's... Jerry probably hasn't. Yeah. Yeah. I did. You did watch it? I did. Let's talk about it a long time ago. Well, so while we're on talk about casting... I got one more thing I wanted to talk about for news-wise. So do I. I have a couple. Oh, okay. Go for it. So while we're on the subject of characters that aren't originally their own, I'm going to say, race in movies, Uh did you hear who they are going to recast as Magneto in the upcoming... This was not... It's not confirmed. Uh, No, I haven't heard It's by no means confirmed. Offering by Kevin Feige, Marvel Studios, hinted at it. Hinted, not confirmed. Who was it again? But I Denzel, Denzel Washington, Washington. as Magneto. Yeah, hmm. I like Denzel. I love I, Denzel. I mean, I, I I read the comments both ways. I understand both sides. Um, I think that would be a great idea if you did an older Magneto. I mean, he would be personally. I think he would be a great Magneto. However, mm-hmm. the biggest part of Magneto is his Jewish Holocaust. Yeah, uh, you had to go there. Got to bring in the whole. No, that's, I mean that's the story. That's the that's story. The, that's so the, I know character background. I heard heard that maybe and okay, I get that it's hard to do that nowadays because if you're doing a current Magneto and you're talking about somebody who lived through the Holocaust, they'd be like 90 years old. Yeah, exactly. Um, so they talked about redoing it as Denzel Washington and his struggles as a child in the civil rights movement in America. Yeah, they. Could. I just don't think it has the same. Uh, a weight. First of all, um, you know, I, I just I always appreciated that aspect of that character. But I get, you know, whatever. There's plenty of things that Denzel Washington could do. By the way, it doesn't need oh to be Magneto. Gosh, you know what I mean? So like, many different things. Like put him in some other role. You know he what I mean? Can do anything. I love that man. He's really good. Or make up a new role. He'd be a great. I mean, Magneto. Sure. I, you know what? I'll take it. You know why? Because I got 50 years of Jewish Holocaust Magneto. 
yeah. that I can read or watch anytime that I want. There yes. you go. Yeah, you can. Yep. I mean, that's the truth. Yeah, that's why I brought it up. I mean, I that's think a, he'd be, I wanted your guys' opinion. I thought he'd be a good Magneto. I think so. I think he could do basically anything you put him in, um, but that's a good point. Like, don't rag on the new stuff. I try not to. I do get in a headspace of, like, wanting to say that, you know, I don't agree with casting or I don't agree with certain directions, but you always have the old comic books or the other movies that were made that you enjoy, like those will always be there. Why worry about what the new one's going to be? Like just take it as what it is well, and, and try to enjoy it. And Denzel Washington can take any character and elevate it to a new level. Yeah. So, and you're talking about following up on uh, Ian McKellen. Right. Exactly. Who is in the same boat of, you know, <laughs> um, well, sir. Well, and following up on Michael Fassbender, who I think has done an excellent job. I like oh, yeah. I just bought yeah. X-Men Dark Phoenix. I haven't watched it yet. Oh, I haven't watched that yet either. Hey, me neither. But I, I bought it and oh, I haven't watched God, it. God, it's going to be so bad. It's oh, gonna be we bad. have it is so terrible. much to do, guys. We need yeah. to keep Well, keep okay, I only have one more uh, news story. What do you got? That's it. That's all I got. Okay. Oh. One more, just one more like little heartfelt thing that I thought was nice. I think it's a cool thing. I don't know why they've never done it before. Uh, BMC Toys. Do you know who they are? No. No. So they make those little green army men. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a six-year-old girl from Arkansas had written to BMC Toys headquarters just asking why she didn't see any girls in these little green army men. I'm sure she wasn't prompted by her parents and, to do that at all. I don't know. And uh, it was a handwritten letter from her. And uh, so now they're going to, they're starting to make. Good, they should. Little green army gals in dresses. Um, no, no, they're in uniform. They no, which I'm I joking. Think is, I'm joking. I know. They totally should do that. Sexist. But they're little green. I mean, can you really tell a gender? You can. They showed a. They showed a little uh, thing of them, and you you can tell it's a woman. You can tell he has a cock. How? But, uh, yeah. how? Because they've got like more they're hair. Loose fitting fatigues. Wait a minute. You well, in the military? We don't need to look at their bodies. Time out. It's their face. You were in the army. Did, yes. did any women have long hair while you were there? Um, yeah, they can have long hair. Oh, they just bunch it up. It can't touch their collar. As long as it doesn't cut, touch their collar, it could be as long as you want, and your Kevlar and hat fit. So they, yeah, they all do. Basically. I mean, fine, but I just feel like those weren't. I'm all for it, by the way. To begin with, but well, they all the look little like green them. faceless army men. They all have faces. Pick your hills and what you want you to die remember, on, Chris. Apparently, you don't remember Green Army. Yes. Yeah. Who I just cares? don't know how you can make one look more look less up, like a woman. Look up the picture of them, and you'll be able to tell well, it's fine. a I woman. I mean, we, there's obviously female soldiers, so there but should be absolutely, 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 there should be. Yes. I agree. I think it's kind of neat, but they're redoing the yeah. whole line, so they're starting to put out. I think we should have only women in the military. Sure. It's been, it was men for so long. Yeah, let's. I agree. Like if so we're gonna do if we're gonna do the equality thing where we just you're flip going, everything to the opposite extreme, you're going out on a limb that no, I'm, I'm not just saying. If we're gonna flip everything to the opposite extreme, it should be an all women military, all trans. I think it should be like the Iraqi military, where as soon as you graduate <laughs> high school, no matter what race, creed, whatever you are, you spend two years in the military. I agree, unless you're rich I, enough to pay out your way out. Nope. I agree with that. Anybody. I mean, there are so many things that we can say in the military contract. In the military, I think as long as you're. I agree with mandatory public service. No. But I just don't feel like it needs to be military service. Israelis do it. Military. Most countries do it. Germany does it. Almost all countries do it. But I don't think it needs to specifically be military. What about. Nope. um, There's plenty of other things. Peace Corps. I know quite a few guys that went into the military. Yeah. Yeah. And they turned out pretty good. Yeah. But I'm just saying. Why ha- why does it have to be military? Why can't they go do 
any charitable work. That's not fair. Well, it, it should be your choice. You should have a list of things you can choose from. I'm well, gonna then go. I'm going to be the guy that goes and does some screw-ass thing and not have to go get shot at. The whole point of it is you are trained to be in the military and you learn a certain skill set that when you get out of the military, you are able to get a job and not start a McDonald's. Well, and then, and it, then, let, me, let me be clear. I'm 100% against that idea. I just want to be clear on that. I, I might have said earlier that I agree. You I did. totally yeah. disagree you, you, with you mandatory military service. Said, say that. Why? Yeah. Well, I just don't feel like mandatory anything has any place in a in a, in a free country. I don't think you should be forcing. Germany's free. Canada's free. Not as free as us. No, they're not. I not think as you're free wrong. As us. There's no other country or very few that are as free as the United uh, States. UK has free. Japan is free. They have a constitution. Not the same as ours. Then, then again, Japan doesn't have a military. And that doesn't mean they're right. I'm saying I don't agree with mandating adults to do something, to serve in the military, to do anything that I think you should let people do whatever they want to do. Well, then why do you pay taxes? Well, that doesn't make, have anything to do with it. Yeah, it does. They mandate you pay taxes. You should be able to free and do what you want. Why do you pay taxes? Well, I... You, you, you just said you should be able to do what you want. I don't agree with paying taxes. <laughs> yeah, stop. Got him. Got him. It's not getting me. I don't. But I mean, at a certain point, you live in a society, you have to pay taxes towards something. If you want to live in a successful society, you're going to have to pay taxes to have certain essentials, such as infrastructure, military protection, blah, 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 these types of things. That's fine. But that's not the same thing as mandating and ma- forcing people to join the military. There's a, there, there's a difference in joining the military and being trained as a soldier and what we should do. I mean, if we did a mandatory military service for everybody in this country, it would be more than just here's a gun or a rifle. I, and, I, I you, do you, believe that you it would change perspective. What's wrong with it being voluntary the way it is? I just don't understand why you need to force I, I don't, people to do things. I don't have anything country. with the. I'm not saying it's there's anything wrong with the military itself. I, I the people we have now, God bless any veteran or anybody that goes into the service now. I'm saying as a culture wise, it would give people a skill set after two years to. Get out of bed on time, get to work, have a work ethic. I'm not saying you have to train everybody as a rifleman. There is plenty of skill sets that the military or the government. I get what you're is, saying. I just which is going like down it, the rabbit hole. Is it part socialism? Is social, it all that? I mean, shit? it's just it's forcing it's, it, yeah. people to do things. I think I believe in individual rights. I believe in and I agree the, with that the too, right for the individual to freely pursue their passion and not be forced into anything. You're yeah, right. I kind of agree with you. To be completely honest um i think it would i think it's a good thing i think it would be a positive thing for everybody to go through it just to learn um i think there would be a lot more like respectful people in the world honestly like be just because you have a perspective that isn't um as privileged yeah you know i mean mean? i'm I'm by no means am i against military service i do think there's that's what i think that's what i think people could gain from that is like you realized, I think you would realize how privileged you are, and therefore it would make you a better person in that way. But forcing someone to do it, nah. It's just not going to work. No, not anymore. Not not now. It won't work. Not, There'd not, be like a okay. freaking uproar. Uh, I'm, I'm going to back up on it. I, I agree with it, but I know in my heart that it would never work because we, yeah. have, we have too big of a population. Now, if you're Israel, which is a tiny little... Is it the same size as Illinois? It's roughly about the same I have size. No idea. Isn't it? I don't know. It's right, right about though. the same. It's small. If you have that mil- that size as, as a country, guess what? You need to have everybody do it. That's why they do it. Would it work for I mean, us? No. Yeah, 
or Gal Gadot, however you yeah. say her name. She was. She turned into she, Wonder Woman. Yeah. You know? So. Could really anyway, change your life. That's my two cents. <laughs> okay. We got, uh, we got several things to do here. Yes. We have to do our Star Fox homework. Oh, yeah. yeah. We Should yeah. we do that now? Yep. If that's what you'd like to do. Uh, I got a bunch of what we're watching, and I had a, a little bit of a topic that I wanted to touch on and get everybody's opinion on. So, Okay. Um, let's start with that. Let's start with the topic, because it kind of hints at what dude was just talking about, not with the military before that. Okay. Um, what I wanted to touch on today was remakes. Okay. Okay. And the reason that's got brought up to me, because there's been a bit of an uproar going on in the internet, the interwebs right now. Oh, yes. All of the interwebs? Yes, because there was talk of a, a reboot or a remake of The Princess Bride. Yes. The classic movie from the 80s? Yes. Yeah, One of the best 80, movies ever made. 80, yeah. I mean, we poor, met, uh, poor, poor Andre the Giant. We met him. Saw that guy. We saw... Yeah, we did. We Carrie, saw Carrie uh, <laughs> <laughs> He still don't know how to say his last name. The, the blonde guy from Princess Bride, yeah. correct? Yeah. yeah. Yep. So... Uh, you know, the uproar was, no, don't remake this movie. Don't reboot this movie. The movie was perfect. To reboot it is a slap in the face. That was the the, the internet's general take. Mm-hmm. I, would, I would agree with that 100%. Kind of what we were just talking about on the Magneto front of recasting roles. It's kind of a similar thing. So we're in a we're in a reboot world right now. We well, 100% are. Okay. Re- rebooting the X-Men, which is by no means they, they haven't gotten it right since. That's different. I don't Carrie know Kane. that I agree okay. with that, but Could also you, comics has a long history. Any comic based property has a long history of rebooting. Man, that'd That's be what like comics re- do. That'd be like rebooting Forrest Gump. Well, I mean, how could you do that? Kind I mean, of, yeah. I mean, or or HUD, or, or or you know, any classic movie from the the fifties, sixties, or seventies. I mean, I, I, like I like Butch and the Sundance Kid. You know, how can you reboot that? You know, with uh, Robert Redford and uh, uh, Paul Newman. You I mean, you, you can can't. do it because of money. Yeah. Um, they want to make more they money. They want to reboot these movies because they have a built-in audience yes. and people want to go see them. So this got me thinking more about one of my what we're watching this week, which we won't talk about yet, but um, I watched Aladdin. So uh, I've oh, seen so it. So Disney is on a huge reboot kick yeah. right now where they're remaking all their animated classics as live-action films. This has gotten a lot of hate. Yeah. And we've, we've talked about it before on this So how podcast. do you guys feel about reboots i don't personally think we need most of them have i been excited for some of them yes i have i do i watch most of them yes i do um but again i don't ever feel like we need them at all yeah i've always been the person that was like why are they doing that not because i feel like it's going to ruin the previous movie I don't it can't ever ruin the previous movie like unless you make a direct sequel saying that you know like it's in line with the other movie and you're saying this is where the characters went after that that could kind of tarnish a a franchise but kind of like superman returns well i mean a lot of them like that yeah a lot of uh just a totally. lot of superhero movies have had that issue where you're trying to continue the storyline and do it with different people and it just doesn't work yeah. and it is kind of tarnishing uh, what what it was before but i don't know with princess bride you put new people in it and do the exact same movie there's a whole lot of people that have never seen princess bride never will yeah there's a whole generation of kids that is never going to see it i don't well there's a whole grew up with it well is there uh have you guys ever seen hud with paul newman no no you ever seen giant no no 
so there, there's a lot of movies you guys haven't seen that yeah. classics that I would recommend watching. But to redo a classic just for money, that is just that's what it fucking, is. Though. It's tacky. It's like it's fast money for all of these companies, these movie companies, because like you said, it's like a built-in fan base. A lot of people know about it, and then to a lot of people, they'll be like, "Oh, Princess Bride, we should go see that." Yeah. And then they'll just a lot of see people it. are arguing just do a theatrical re-release of the original movie. It, they have, uh, but a, with with a, a worldwide with one. like a fathom events thing. Yeah, but that doesn't. I mean, um, like a real. Yeah. Bring it back, maybe remaster it, whatever. Here's my thought on the situation. I'm 100 percent pro remakes and reboots because no. one simple fact: the originals didn't go away. It's still there. Yeah. Certain yeah. you certain, can still go back and watch that whenever you want. Certain yeah. properties. Like I'm going to use Batman because Jerry can back on this. Multiple people have said Batman needs to be recreated and redone because the technology to make movies gets better every so many years. And it, with Batman, the technology has to be written because he's so te- he's so technology advanced in the comic book that the. Uh, so you go back to the '89 Batman. It is fucking corny, but it's I, I, love, I, it. I love it. I mean, it's my one of my favorite movies of all time. And then you start going to all of the, how much the technology grows. And they remake and they remake and they remake and they remake. And now we're looking at another remake of Batman yeah. again. But again, so, the comic book universe is so used to this. I mean, yeah. that's a, not a novel concept compared to like uh, The Princess Bride or the the Disney movies, for well, example. Well, let's talk the, about Aladdin. Well, the difference. Yet, we can. We can talk about Aladdin because I that was one of the big. There was two, two of these new Disney movies that I watched yeah. this week. Um, Aladdin was the one I watched it last week. I, I watched it. I thought it was phenomenal. I enjoyed it. I the, all the songs that are in it from our childhood one, which I loved. Except uh, I heard except for one. There there's, was a couple. There, that there's were two new ones which really play up on the princess. That, that was strong a, uh, woman. Which which you know I'm I'm for that. My daughter loved it. Which as long as she understands that you know they threw a new storyline in yeah. into the whole proposition. Yeah. Okay. Of women's rights, essentially. Her, yeah. Which her, is her not fe- feeling that it's right that a woman cannot be sultan. Uh, yeah. You know, I don't want to spoil it too much, but um, that was a huge plot point of the movie. Yeah, and, and, and it, it was it's it, very good. I, I thought it was. It, it, it would be fine if it didn't feel forced. It did feel a little forced. Yes, pandering, um, pandering. But whatever, ignore that. Overall, I actually thought it. W- I enjoyed it more I, than the animated movie. I did not because Robin uh, Williams. Will Smith is not Robin Williams. I'm going to tell you what I thought. Will Smith. Was fantastic. He, he was fantastic. Really, but he's not Robin Williams. I, I, and you know what? He's not. He, he didn't need to be. And I'll tell you why. He did a lot of little things that Robin Williams did. Uh, he paid homage to Robin Williams in a lot of ways. Yes, he did. And just how he pronounced certain words. Yep. In the songs, he did it as a direct homage to Robin Williams, and, which and I thought was cool. That's but nice. he changed it up enough in his own kind of Will Smith rappy way. Yeah. That it made it original. And it, you were totally fine with it. I, I love the good. movie, and I agree with you 100%. Also, acting-wise, I think he did an, a fantastic job. He's I a think great he actor. really, He's really, a great actor. he really yeah. stood out in this movie, and I thought he was fantastic. Oh, yeah, that's good. And overall, that's good. That makes me, honestly, that makes me want to watch it. Yeah. I, I haven't really wanted to watch it just because it was one of those things where I was like, why do I need an Aladdin? I don't need so, an Aladdin. Well, I'll tell you what, so before I watch this. As soon this, as you hear Arabian Nights in the original when they start off singing Arabian Nights. Yeah. 
It's a little different in the beginning. All the songs are a little different. You hear the you hear that song and it immediately it, it took me me and my wife back to our childhood. I mean, oh, it was yeah. like this like is not a direct a direct interpretation of the it's animated. Pretty, it's pretty close. Pretty damn close. Because they're like politically correct. No. Enough. Well well there, there's even there's even <laughs> eh, I, you know, look, I can't think. There's, maybe there's not too many politically wrong things in the movie. Yeah, I think they could have maybe cast a little more Middle Eastern actors. Probably, probably. Yeah, I mean, Jasmine's white, maybe Italian. Oh, really? Or oh, I guess maybe I she's part Indian. I don't know. Probably but, Italian. Um, I, well, they look, do. They do kind of. Blur let's look the it li- up. They do blur the lines between Indian and Middle East, but so did the original. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, well, the, you notice the 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 Sultan when his turban, not turban, it's his, in it's his, in its his own cap, world. Yeah. His cap is is removed. He has a white cap on, which is I didn't notice that the but. sign that he is a Muslim. Well, I don't know. It's it exists kind of in its own world, but I will say I I, I watched the uh, original not that long before this, um, and it's a quick movie man it is very fast tight movie that and that's maybe why it's so good the last time i watched it i thought the exact same thing i was like man this went by fast yeah and 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 the live action does that but i I think it expands on certain points parts of the movie in a way that is almost necessary almost watching back the cartoon i thought they rushed it a little too much (laughs) almost to a certain extent um i just thought it was great and i think that aladdin (laughs) itself lends itself more to live action than you know, like for example, the Lion King. So, yeah. Princess, which I think the Lion King was better in animation than the live action. Whereas I thought Aladdin really was better in live action than the animated. And wow, and, and, I, I I have not seen the Lion King. Is it worth watching? No, apparently no. Okay, um, so back up, Princess Jasmine. She's British. Uh, yeah, she's British. Yeah, oh. but I think she's of maybe Indian descent. But I'm um, I'm looking here. Um, I was I, I like the cameo though of her handmaid was a uh, Nassim. Pedron or whatever from oh yeah from SNL. From SNL. Yeah. I haven't seen her in a long time yeah. she like kind of dropped off the face of and the... she's really good yeah she's really good in it and yeah. uh, Will Smith is really good in it and mm-hmm. the guy who plays Aladdin is pretty good the girl who plays Jasmine's fantastic yep. um, you know the big the big number in that one is yeah. the magic carpet ride song yes. yeah it's fantastic yes um, the effects are really good but I really think the standout what made this is is Will Smith being fantastic and homaging to Robin Williams, but not copying yep. and doing everything in his own way. I thought it was really Did, odd at first, but then I kind of got aboard with it that they brought back the Will Smith original rap song for the credits. Oh, they did? Just like they did in Men in Black and Wild Wild Oh, Wild yeah, Wild they movie. did. They, they had an original Will Smith with nice. DJ Khaled. Yeah. No kidding. In the credits the, for there, a lot. There's, there's, wow, there's one thing I would have done different, <laughs> and that is made Jafar one not fucking so good looking. I want to make him ugly. I want to make him a lot meaner. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he he was kind of like this handsome looking guy that had a staff. He was definitely more menacing in the cartoon. Yeah. Than he was in the movie. Right. As the main villain. Yeah. Um, I would have made him a lot meaner. The stakes never felt as high as they did in the cartoon. Yep. Um, but <laughs> overall, I thought it was great. It's definitely, I would say, uh, a very welcome addition. And and the reason I brought that up because um, it was a remake and uh, you know. I know that people are really against these Disney remakes, but there hasn't really been any of that. But I mean, Beauty and the Beast was pretty good. Uh, another I one that I okay. watched recently I was um, Alice in Wonderland, the Tim Burton one. 
I like that, that movie. so trippy. I thought it was great. I like God, that movie a lot. I wanted, and the I wanted, kids loved it, and it was exciting. I just want to get a big bag of shrooms and just sit there and watch <laughs> yeah, that movie, Seriously. Man. Holy smokes. It was so man. awesome. But I will say about that, though. It wasn't really a remake because it was, uh, it was like a sequel. Is that what it was? Like I think it was sequel? more of a sequel. It was a sequel because she's supposed to... She well, had been there she'd in Wonderland when she was a child, and, and, and I she, think that was meant to be the yeah. original. Okay movie the animated movie you are correct on and that. this is more of a sequel i think johnny depp is phenomenal i think it? he's great and oh. i love how they expanded the universe and made it feel like um lion witch in the wardrobe yes kind of oh yes. it is like that yeah. that's a good point that's a good but movie. trippier and uh but, tim burton was uh, on point and uh, you know out of his fucking mind yeah and, and i love in a good way movies yeah yeah um, so anyway what else are you watching chris um yeah if we want to go into that before we do our snarf talk um stuff our, our homework, I guess. I get a bunch, okay? So I'll try and be um, quick about it. Um, first one I watched was the second uh, Fantastic Beasts movie. I watched it as well. Fantastic oh. Beasts. What's it called? Uh, uh, Crimes of Grindelwald. 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 Speaking of Johnny Depp. He's Grindelwald. Well. It's, a, it's awesome. Is it? I really, really enjoyed it. Awesome is not the word I would use. You didn't like it, huh? I am a huge Harry Potter fan. You know who else is a huge Harry Potter Me. Yeah. I'm a huge fan. Dan K. Really? Yeah. Huh. Huge. That I didn't know that. Yep. I am not. Yeah, well, well I, I, I enjoyed it. I don't think it was I was hoping for more, but I was Yeah, I felt the exact opposite. Yeah. I was on the fence with the first one. I thought the first one was mediocre. I thought the first one was better. And I thought this one blew that one out of the water. It definitely felt to me like a movie in the Harry Potter universe, whereas the first one didn't at all. Um this one felt like it with Dumbledore in there. Yeah. And uh, Michael mm-hmm. Fassbender was great as that. They have a great Michael dynamic. Fett. Yeah, Fassbender. Or no, uh, Jude Law. Sorry. Jude, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. They have a great dynamic between Grindelwald, Johnny Depp. Yeah. And, well, because they're. Yeah. Yeah. They're, I'm not going to ask for yep. Hey. Um, yeah. I haven't ever seen Fantastic uh, interplay there and the politics kind of of mm-hmm. the Ministry of Magic. And uh, just a lot more exciting movie yeah, in general. Yeah, I agree with you on all those points. And the special yeah. effects are out of this world. I really, I don't know how well that, these movies are doing, but I hope they don't stop making them. The, the one beast. I'm afraid they're not doing very the well. The one Chinese beast that he rescues. Very cool. That, just the animation on that, the CGI on that. Is the like, CGI on yeah, these, this movie is out of this world. It's really good. I mean. And it's very exciting. I felt like it was a quick movie and it really. Got some w- twists and turns. Very much so. The first one, I didn't. I'm Especially such a Harry Potter fan. The first one just felt like it wasn't not in the universe. Mm-hmm. And this one really brought it back. Well, I think the first universe. one was meant not to be in the universe because it was they wanted to set it aside. Yeah. It's not Harry Potter. It's pre-Harry Potter. It's pretty much a prequel. It, it, it is a direct yeah. prequel. It has to do everything about the wand, the Elder Wand. Yeah. So, but anyway, mm. Harry Potter dork. Loved it. Um, highly recommend Yep. Um, another big one that I watched is uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. How it? Okay. Yeah. Has anybody seen this yet? I have not. I mean, I'm everybody that's. I mean, I like Queen. So here's here's my thoughts going into this. I've been putting this off for a while to watch it because I it got rave reviews. Obviously, I think the Oscars were one fantastic. I don't think it's out that long, has it? Um, it it's been out uh, six months. Or or, wait, did he get a? I believe he got an Oscar. Let's find out. Um, I don't know. I don't know. So anyway, I'm a fan of Queen. Yes. I'm a big fan of Freddie Mercury. Yes. Um, and I'm a big fan of very highly reviewed movies that win Oscars. Yes. That being said, I think that it was 
wildly overrated. Really? As a movie. I've all I've I've only heard really good things about it, even from well, people that have seen it. You know, it was fine. It was fine. It was a good um look into Queen, I guess. I think what it did that I kinda had took some issue. After a while you kinda take some issue to it. It's like putting Queen as a band and Freddie Mercury as an artist on a level well above where I think they need to well, be oh, really? in the pantheon of who was the uh, actor uh, Simon Cowan? He did a bunch of kind of, give me a minute. I'll think of his name, but he he was originally the director of this movie, and it was supposed to be on the lifestyle of Freddie Mercury. Sasha Baron Cohen was supposed Sasha to be Bar- the original. He, yes, oh, wasn't the director, but he was going to play Freddie Mercury. And he wanted to go because if you really look at Freddie Mercury's lifestyle. I mean, party, 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 party. party. Well, he, yeah. well, and him being at the time, he could not be himself because it was looked out upon if you're gay. Just how the time. Yeah, I, I, I thought they did well with that aspect yeah. of the movie. That's one that I think they nailed, and um, they did nail that aspect of his his personal his, life, his and fight, the his struggle, and how he was in a time where it was. He couldn't be who he wanted to be, mm-hmm. but also right. he didn't accept himself. That's the interesting part about it. Yeah. It's like he didn't want to be the way he was because huh. of society. At least that's the way they portrayed it in the movie. Yeah. And he struggled with his own identity. And that that was interesting. I'm not going to say it's not interesting. I'm just saying I think that maybe it elevated Queen to a level, you know, they, they were a pop band. Yeah, you know what I yeah. mean. I don't think it's elevating Queen necessarily more than it's elevating Freddie Mercury. Both, it, and I think because it was a Freddie Mercury movie, it was not a Queen. It, movie. Pretty much, yes, it was a Freddie Mercury movie, and yes, okay, he is an amazing singer, and he's one of the greatest voices of all time. That I agree with you on. With you. Okay, yes, but I mean, they had a lot of by the numbers pop stuff. Sure, they had some big, you know, yes, Huge they were hits. they were a um, they were an interesting band in so far as. They took risks, right? Well, I mean, at the time though, they were enormous. Yeah, no Huge. doubt about that. Yeah. And they played Live Aid. I mean, that was that that was the largest concert. Of I all just time. don't necessarily, you know, they're making Queen out to be on like the level of like the Rolling Stones or no, or Led I mean, Zeppelin. No, but at the and, time they were. Well, in, I, don't in, so. in, I don't think they ever were at that level. Well, uh, maybe not I in the United States, but worldwide, you got to remember there's a whole other continent that. Uh, takes precedence over some of the music you know what i like about that movie that they did portray is freddie mercury didn't write all of those songs and most of those songs he didn't the band members all wrote songs they all wrote their own songs a lot of the best songs weren't written by freddie mercury you know they were written by other members of that band what's the name of the guitarist because he wrote a lot of my thoughts no i don't think uh, i can't remember his name either you just saw uh, the you just saw the movie yeah, I can't remember because he's not like a main focus of the movie. They're they're definitely a main focus in the movie as far as that. That was one thing cool thing about Queen. They were they were a unit, man. They were a family. Yep. Um, they were not the best musicians. You know, Freddie Mercury was the standout yes. talent. Um, they're not necessarily on the level of musicians that were in a band of that level, but they wrote those songs. They took a lot of risks. They did a lot of cool things. I just think overall the movie was just okay. It was fine. Um, I think it got a little overblown, and I think they overblew necessarily the cultural significance of Queen. And 
I don't think so. The standing of that. I don't. It's think an so. interesting story, though. Queens always went down as one of the biggest bands of all time. I agree it's, with Jerry. Like I agree with Jerry. Down. I just don't. Agree. You might not personally think they are. Yeah. But I think he's right. Music industry as a whole does. Okay. And their record sales. Probably it's kind of like Oasis. Well. I think it Oasis is. is awesome band, but it is one. Queen, I will say, is one of the rare exceptions for bands from the seventies and eighties that have stood the test of time, where you still hear their music. Right. Frequently, right? Brian May, that's their guitarist. Yes, it is, and he's a good guitarist. Don't get me wrong; very good guitarist. Um, but anyway, so you know, hit, see it, don't see it. I don't think you're missing out anything. Too yeah, I haven't seen it yet. It wasn't anything that jumped out at me. It I think uh, Rami Malek did do a great job. He sang a lot of the songs himself. That's pretty incredible. And he acted it really well. He probably deserved that Oscar. He he worked his ass off on that yeah. movie. Uh, and you can tell um, it was an interesting story. I, they didn't delve too much into, you know, his you sexual know, exploits. They did, they did for sure. But Crazy. they kind of—I uh, don't know. You'll have to see it. But they don't doubt. They don't hang too much on the AIDS thing. They they definitely set it up. It's kind of like the back, backdrop of the era. Yeah. Um, they probably could have gone a little more in depth into that aspect of it, but nonetheless, okay. I thought it was interesting. Um, one other thing that I've been watching currently, I just finished up season two of American Gods. Oh, you did? Yeah, oh. this is based okay. off the uh, one of my probably one of my top five favorite books of all times. Yeah, uh, American Gods by I love it Neil Gaiman. Mm-hmm. Um, they started this on Stars. It's actually an Amazon produced show. Now it is. Um, it's all on Amazon. I think it's right? oh, no, it's it's only on Stars in the United States, but in the rest of the world, it is on Amazon. I think it is an Amazon show. Um, you can tell because Amazon has a certain standard of production. Yes. Which is very high. It's mm-hmm. up there. This is a beautiful, beautiful show. And this is a horribly boring season two. Oh, no. Very uh, disappointing. Um, the story does not move at all. It's just budged right into place. Just eh, in this like, annoying little space of, of really it didn't go on nothingness happening. Um, season one, I thought was great. Season two was a big miss. I, I hopefully they can bring it back in season thing three. I'm not going to delve too deep into it. Uh, you guys can watch it and we'll talk about it in more. Uh, it's I, worth I watching. See, I think I, I didn't I, see all of season one. It was it frankly was tough that. for me to get through season two. They had some great moments and there's uh in my mind, the standout character is mad Sweeney okay. who is essentially the leprechaun. Yeah. But what you find out in season two is there's a little more to that story. Um, and there's some good stuff there. You know, but overall, it, it's horror, horrendously boring. They, wow. they, oh, um, they really cannot. They're not moving the story along. That sucks. Any, you not turning me on to watching the show like at all, man. Yeah, sorry. I, I mean, I don't need to read watch the book. Yeah, it's like read the book. I read the book. I love the book. I don't need to see a show about it because I, I mean, I wanted to show more one, than anything in the world. But even season one, you you weren't really raving about after it was on. So yeah, I didn't. I liked need season it. one. Season two, I mean, they they just spent so much time doing just innocuous things that are horribly uninteresting, and uh, so I'm I'm not uh, I'm not high on that right now. That's okay. it for me for what I've been watching. Anything you guys have been watching? I have uh, watched uh, a couple things before we get into uh, just just two things really um, that I wanted to talk about. One was I finished Carnival Row. 
Oh yeah, that oh, you had told me about. Did I, you hear I about this? Just started like the first fifteen oh, minutes of like it. This could be like a half an hour discussion. Uh, well, I, I'm not going to talk. Wait, in depth I spent about fifteen it. minutes. My daughter interrupted me watching. I'm like, I need she to cannot me. watch it. No. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no that's why I'm like, eh, nope. She cannot watch it. But it it blew me away. Like it's uh, I told you, came out of nowhere. It is. Yeah, it did come out of nowhere. The, I think the story is phenomenal, and where that show can go now out of this is world. like. It's like unending. It it could be an unending show. It could have as many seasons as it wants. Um, and I'm really, really intrigued to see where it goes. Um, I like how they tied American together Gods needs to take a learn. That's on Amazon. 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 American Amazon. Gods needs to watch Carnival Row, the showrunner, and, and and start making a show like that. And you had talked about we keep saying about production level, and I know that's like might be annoying, but. It is unbelievable what they did with this show. Like yeah. it, maybe it might seem a little mundane when you first see it because it's really dark. It's a very dark show. Yeah. Um, but gosh, the different places they go, the fairies that are flying around. I mean, that's constant CGI that don't doesn't feel like it because they have physical wings on them all the time, all the time walking around. Um, the pucks, like the goat guys, are incredible i think that actor was my favorite yeah he's he's great um i can't remember his actual name but he was like a rich puck which is unheard of in the in their time and it's an allegory for race everything this show is an allegory it is 100 percent. but it doesn't come off as like pandering or like it maybe it right at first it does but then it quickly dissolves because the story's strong oh my gosh the story's so great and um and clearly the pucks are meant to represent black people yeah. The fairies are meant to represent Irish immigrants. Yeah. I mean, these groups are meant to represent certain things. They are, but it again, it that to me, it feels, normally I would get annoyed by something like that in most things. It just annoys me because I don't feel like you necessarily have to have that in everything. Like, just let a story be a story. And they did. Like, that is the main part of it, but it felt like real to me. Yeah. I, I felt like really that does. was a real thing that all of them were going through it didn't feel forced at all it was just that's what it was and i loved it take it it feels like bright mixed with true detective yeah set in victorian england with a splash of sherlock in it i love bright that's a perfect description i I love that bright movie it was awesome you're you're gonna love carnival road so that you need to watch this is a this is a must watch people you're gonna love it as soon and, as I finish what I got going on now, actually, yeah, it's my next thing. To so go yeah, to. anybody that hasn't watched that, take time out to watch we it. Will it's d- a quick watch. Since it's, dude hasn't watched it, me and Jerry maybe we'll delve deeper into it on our next episode. Yeah, I agree. Uh, the next thing I watched was another stand-up special. Okay, and it was Bill Burr's stand-up. I special watched it as well. Paper uh, Tigers. And did you watch? I it? watched, but go ahead. You want to talk about offensive? Yeah, when, I love. Like, we were talking about Dave Chappelle and how he could push buttons. Holy shit! Does Bill Burr go yeah, after? He's him? always been that. I I, mean, he he has, but this just felt. He's in a movie. Uh, so over the top. Like, yeah. He's in an upcoming was, movie. I can't remember what. And it was. I think he's hilarious. I think it's very funny. And um, he's great in crashing too. He he's he did a very good stand up special. But if you're sensitive at all to anything, you will hate it. Yeah. Uh, because he's just. He's I watched intense. it. I liked it. I've never been a huge Bill Burr stand-up fan, personally. I mean, no, I didn't um, seek him I, out. Doesn't uh, you know go to the level of Chappelle for me? But no, it was I, certainly. I, I liked it. I liked it more than like Jim Gaffigan's special. 
Um, I wanted to like Jim Gaffigan special I didn't care for it too much, a, yeah. a lot more. I mean, it was funny. I like Jim Gaffigan, but uh, yeah, it wasn't um, yeah. wasn't that great. But we all watched. If it, you like so. offensive comedy, Bill Burton, then this is your special. And he, it's super. Offensive. He was on Joe Rogan not all that long ago, wasn't he? I'm yes, sure they're recently, buddies, yeah. re, re, like last within the last two weeks. Yes, uh, probably. Promoting. I watched it, and, and, and he was promoting his special, and he talked about he was in a movie. Or an upcoming Batman movie, or a, a comic book movie, and I couldn't remember. I can't remember what it is. I'm trying to find it. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what he's in. But uh, anyway, I watched that. It's good, but it's. I wouldn't say go out and seek it out if, for any reason, it's short. It's only an hour. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he. I just wanted to point out that, it, especially to women. It will be super offensive to you if you are. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, he's a fucking comedian. Don't be I mean, offended. Yeah, yeah that's don't an be, easy solution. It's I mean, a fucking comedian. It's clearly jokes. He's clearly joking. Like, Absolutely. He's not. He when he's being offensive, it's clearly it's joking. Yeah. He, it's he's joke. in the Mandalorian. Yes, he is in. Mandalorian. Oh, that's right. He's that's in what Mandalorian. It, Mandalorian. I heard that. Yeah. Yep. Which kind of even gets me even more excited. Yeah, I know. You know. So what else have you been watching? Uh, that that was basically no. it. I haven't really watched much else than that. Oh. Dude, what about so you? So I had to take a little bit of a hiatus from watching stuff. So I've been, well, well so while I was in my walkabout. Yeah. I, <laughs> when, I, first I, of all, when dude got back from his walkabout, the first thing he said to me, he's like, have you guys seen this? I'm like, yep, we already talked about it on the podcast. Have you seen this? I'm like, yep, we talked about it. Have you seen this? Yep, we talked about it. <laughs> well, I, I didn't have You're time. To, I did not have time to listen in your podcast because I'd wake up at four. I'm at work by quarter to five. I get off at seven, Ooh. so I finish my reports at court after seven at night. So I'm there fourteen and a half hours a day. So I come home after I get get something to eat and get back to the hotel room. I'm shot. So while I was there, what I did watch was Swamp Thing. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, Swamp Thing. Yeah, uh, it did was very good. It? I finished it, but the last two episodes, I was disappointed because I oh, felt yeah. felt there was more. You guys were correct. I really enjoyed the first couple. And when so they, when I talked to you, you had not seen the, like the last three episodes, and you were all high and mighty on the show. And I'm like, you just wait. Yeah, yeah I was. Wait. I was especially the, the last one. I was like, that's it. Fuck you guys. You know the blue yeah. demons in there. I'm like, holy shit, this is going to be it's, awesome. They're bringing in the whole dark side of the DC universe. This is going to be the magic side, and then nothing. Yeah, it's because like, it got canceled, and it, it's solely I, because it got canceled. I can't canceled. believe they would have probably done a lot more with that show, but. It was great. Loved it. Uh, anybody out there, listen to these two, watch it. Yeah. yeah. So while I was also while I was out there, while I got the DC app on your guys' recommendation, yes. I got, uh, I started reading the, the new 52 Batman from episode one. Oh, yeah. Tom from, King. Tom and Zack Snyder. And the Zack Snyder, Snyder stuff. Oh, oh yeah. You, you started with Snyder and Capullo. Um, yeah. Capullo, yeah. bro. Capullo, bro. I, I'm all the way through it and i recommend I mean, that's what i did through what what are you through 2004 i'm i'm through uh the court of owls i'm through the death of the family uh i'm in the last one zero year have you done zero i haven't gotten zero year yet okay, okay. that's the well, one with the riddler right yeah. yep yes well they also throw in some uh there's uh, two court of owls runs there's the first yes. one and then there's city like there's 2011 city, yeah. Yeah, city owls it's all and then there's death of the family death of the there's family another one in there which is back when joker puts his face back on yes. which is like it's and awesome. God. Fucking, they, they so need good. to do a movie about that. I mean, what, what I would love to see is this new Batman. You can tell that was, it was uh, pulled from, I think, the video games. Um, yeah. I like think a lot Arkham. of that was pulled from the Arkham series. Really? 
I think so. Yeah, I think that was the the probably. Could, uh, it could it, have been that. Awesome. It's never been said. I, I, but that's what they get, did. Uh, get the DC app and you pay for it, and you can read pretty much any comic book pretty you want to watch. All of them. It's amazing. It's, it's it's their whole. I told the guys at work. It's a, that, it's a bargain, well, man. The guys at work listen to your guys' podcast and they asked me about. It. I said, "Well, Swamp Thing's on there. You got to watch that." And they said, "You can watch, You can read any DC comic book that's in their repertoire." They're like, "Really?" I'm like, "And my buddies, everything they uh, uh Justin M. He started listening. He was like, "This is amazing. Yeah, it's awesome." But uh, so I, I did. I, I'm on that. Yeah, I watched uh, John Wick three the other night. Okay, oh, I haven't seen I haven't that seen yet. It, so I need to see it. Have you so seen bad. the other two? Yeah, I've seen. Then you seen one the third. two. Really, it's good. It's good. Watch it because it's. But I, it's, I didn't expect it, much. It's, it's the same awesome the, violence that's in Keanu all Reeves of them. Is just so good. Uh, in those. Holly, so good. Holly Berry's character is amazing. Was that a cricket? It is oh, yeah. a cricket. Yeah, yeah. The, he's made an appearance on multiple episodes uh, recently. <laughs> so, crickets yeah. are starting to get slow. Have you noticed yeah. lately? We, they're yeah, getting they're, like really slow. You need to spray. You need to get some melathion in this motherfucker. So anyway, it's good. We're Watch push it. Push the YouTube rating on this one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, sorry about that. Um, and uh, so also, um, I watched Hush. Yeah. Batman do we want Hush. to talk about Hush? Do we have time to talk about uh, Hush? I mean, do you want to do our homework? We've only got. It's an hour and forty. So we right. yeah, uh, let's, uh, let's do we, our homework. Well, um, go ahead. Go ahead. No, it's okay. No, go, yeah. go ahead. I'm just a guess. No, I, I watched Remember Hush. Your place. Thank you, Jerry. Because you usually <laughs> remind me of it. But uh, what else? Uh, and Yellowstone, I picked back up on it. There's, the, I started a new one. That's on, what I need to watch. I've been told. I'm I telling need to you, watch it's that. amazing. Everybody's been telling me that. Have you seen it? No, no. But Start, Dan, Dan told me that too. I, yeah. Well, I'm the one that turned him on to yeah. it. I'm like, it's pretty much our lives. But okay, it's about a, I mentioned a couple of times. Mentioned it a couple of times. It's about a rancher out in Wyoming. He owns the valley from mountain to mountain, and his, he's fought for it. His family's fought for it. And out there, it's kind of the same situation we're in. But out there is when these rich people move in from the coasts, the property value goes up, so their taxes go up. So then more people, so they can't afford to pay it. So more people buy houses. So it's, it's, so more people buy houses. Property value goes up. So he's fighting to keep all these people away. And then Native American reservations trying to get in because they want a piece of the pie. And it, it, it's pretty much Game of Thrones in Wyoming. Blah, blah, blah. So it's great. And well, I started a new one. I kind of fell out on Netflix. It's called uh, Another Life. I've never heard of that. Oh, yeah. is that that sci-fi one? Starbuck. It's got Starbuck. She's the main character. From I haven't seen story. it, but I've seen that. It's uh, it intrigued me. I, I think I actually uh, started I, the first episode, but I didn't watch it all. Yeah, never heard of it. Pretty good. Yeah, I, I'll check I, it out. It looks I, cool. It, it's what's it called again? Another Life. Another. It's, it's not life. amazing, okay. but it's not bad either. Yeah, but. And I, I watched Dark Man because it was my homework. That's our homework. Yes, the movie Dark Man from yeah. 1990. 1990. So uh, Liam Neeson. I brought this one up last week when we were talking about 90s comic book movies. Mm-hmm. And uh, this one just always has been in the back of my mind because it, it made a big impact on me when I was little. And that's okay. why when I, we were talking about him and you hadn't seen it. I had never so seen it. So I'm like, you know, let's do a segment called Snarf Talk Homework. I, I think people enjoyed it. So we'll probably do some more of this. Yeah. Um, and I like focusing on that era, that in those nineties. I think it's. Yeah. A, I think it could be really good. So we, we'll have to figure out homework at the end of this yeah, episode. Yeah, I think we will. Um, so I think what's when you talk about this movie, okay, and and one of the reasons why I wanted to talk about it is because you need to understand 
the context of this movie and you need to almost view it through the lens of that context. Okay. All right. So imagine an era. Okay. Mm-hmm. 1990. Yes. Coming off of 1989 Batman. Yes. Yep. The first real, if you don't count the Superman movies, the Richard Donner Superman right. movies, which there was the first one and the second one, which were pretty good. And then they kind of trailed off. Yeah. Um, so the big reboot for comic book movies was 1989 Batman. Correct. And it blew everything away. And in that time, you had a, uh, a young director, an independent director uh-huh. um, in Sam Raimi. Yes. Who uh, obviously went on to do great things. He did a lot of things. Uh, lot, made a lot of great movies since, but he also did the Spider-Man trilogy. He did. And this was kind yeah. of his proving ground for that. But coming, you got to understand where he was at coming into this movie, right? So he was coming off Evil Dead and Evil Dead 2. Oh, yeah. 100% um, independent movies. Wow. I guess I didn't realize Financed. That. I didn't know that either. Written, directed. Um, That's incredible. The whole deal. Him and his brother, I think. And then Bruce Campbell okay. um, was the star of those. But they were yeah. independent movies. So this was actually Sam Raimi's very first studio movie. Oh. Um, he will go on to two years later direct, I believe two years later, the finale to the Evil Dead saga and one of my favorite movies of all time, Army of Darkness. Mm. If you've seen Army of Darkness, yeah. you're going to immediately, on, you're going to put I, the parallels I, between these two movies. Are, yeah, yeah. I mean, this is, a, this is a Sam Raimi, Evil Dead, Army of Darkness movie. Um, it, I guess, yes, it's it is. It's filmed in the same style. It has a lot of the same visual elements. It has the same humor has everything but going back so Sam Raimi coming off of independent movies kind of a, a an it guy at this point after yeah. Evil Dead Evil Dead 2 he desperately wanted to do Batman yes he did or The Shadow yeah. those were his two shadow we need to do choices I, I think that might be a, a homework for the next one yeah, yeah. Um, so he desperately wanted to do these two movies right but he couldn't get the studios to he couldn't get the rights to them right and obviously Batman went on to be made by Tim Burton um, so he couldn't get the rights, and he said, you know, screw it. I'm going to create my own comic book character. And he created Darkman. Darkman. He created the story. He co-wrote the screenplay. But um, Darkman has went on to be a cult classic and inspired comic books galore. Yeah. Um, there's actually been a lot of crossover comics between Darkman and Ash from Army oh, of Darkness. Really? And I Evil guess Dead. I didn't know that. Yeah, they have... Yeah, I didn't uh, know that at all. They have uh, Army of Darkness. Uh, I think it's... Um, Ash versus Dark Man. It was oh, okay. a comic book series from the 2000s. So what's going on? This has been a, you know, at the time, it was a relatively successful low-budget movie, um, which had gone on to become a cult, cult classic. So yes, um, just the context of where this movie, I just think it's an interesting time and an interesting director. And to then make this movie as a first Hollywood studio movie starring... An unknown Liam Neeson. Yeah, he was very, very unknown. You could see how, I mean, how young he was. Uh, it surprised oh me. A Frances McDormand, right? Yeah. Before she goes on to do Fargo. Yeah. And big things as an actor. So it has a stellar cast. And um, we well, get, those are the only two people that are really worth noting. Yeah, pretty much. But I mean, we can <laughs> yep. go in, we'll go more into depth in the movie. But I, I'll just say right off the bat, um, this feels like. If you appreciate Evil Dead, Evil Dead 2, and Army of Darkness, if you've seen those movies... I have. You're going to appreciate yeah. Darkman all the much more. If, if you like the, the cheesy comic book 
90s like I, I grew up with and I, I watched this and I was like god this is horrible but I'm like it's fucking awesome yeah it's great I mean the great thing I, about I this is anything. it's a it's a horror movie yeah, so it's a hybrid it it's a horror movie yeah genre it's a genre horror movie yeah. comic book movie R-rated um, it's a very different movie one thing that jumps right out of me is the is the Danny Elfman score I that's the first thing I put in here my very first comment is you can immediately tell it's a D- Danny Elfman score. It's Batman. It's the it's, Batman soundtrack. It is yeah. the Batman <laughs> yeah. score. It's the exact same thing. Like every part of it, as soon as I heard it, because like I said, I'd never seen this movie before. I'd never really even heard of it um, until we talked about it last week. And uh, this, it, it jumped out at me as soon as it started playing. I was like, holy shit, like this is Batman. Like this is the Batman score. You know, I know this stuff yeah. i mean it's not the exact same music but it's basically the exact same music it was uh that i really liked a lot i like that i mean it's pretty sad i mean where where did they come up with as part of this in the plot of this movie that we're going to sever this guy's nerves so he's not in pain but he's going to drive him crazy <laughs> i'm watching yeah. that I'm like because i i at the, when you're a kid watching you don't pay attention to those things and i'm like holy shit i mean who does that to people right Okay. All right, we're back, and uh, if you're watching the YouTube, sorry, we ran out of storage on our uh, on our iPad here for the video, so um, you got treated to some audio only. Sorry about that. Or if I didn't get a chance to upload the audio, just cruise on over to the podcast in your yep. Apple Podcast app and just listen to it there. Nine minutes. Yeah, if there's about nine minutes that we missed out on on the video portion of this. Uh, but if you we, we we started talking about Darkman, um, yeah, that was our Snarf Talk homework last week. Um, we gave a, a really deep history into uh, Sam Raimi and the yep. time period in which this started. So you did from there on. Um, <laughs> from, from there on. So overall, what were your guys' thoughts on the movie? Uh, it was great. Loved it. You loved it. Loved it. No, I think it's absolutely terrible. You thought it was terrible. Oh my that's gosh. that's what makes it so awesome. I'm normally on board with that I in okay. a lot of things. And I get your point saying, uh, like, if you're on board with Evil Dead and Army of Darkness and all that stuff, I like those movies a lot. I don't feel like this is on par with any of those movies <laughs> okay. at all. Why, why I, so? I, I would, yeah. Uh, I hate the... Well, first of all, I don't think it's on par with those movies either. Those movies, to me, are fantastic. I yes. agree with that statement, Army too. of Darkness yeah. is one of the best movies of yeah, all time, I think. So yeah. Evil Dead well, and Evil Ted 2, I like, but not nearly as much as I like Army of Darkness. No, everybody uh, everybody loves Army of Darkness. I get that. Yeah. I, I do, too. This movie is not on par with that at all, and I don't like the story. Um, the acting is just... So bad. Like, I don't think Liam Neeson's bad, actually. I mean, for what he has to work with and what he has to do, I think he does a relatively good job at it. Um, everyone else, though, holy shit. You could have got a child. To oh, come play on. When the, guy, when the guy starts chopping off fingers, that's awesome. Right yeah, off the, the bat. The guy starts chopping off people's yeah. fingers. That's yeah. great. I mean, right off the bat, when they <laughs> one guy's got a gun in his leg, leg in his peg leg. It's like, are you joking? <laughs> I, I thought that was that really guy that always shoots can. his machine gun from the hip with the long hair. Yeah. Oh, my God. I guess. Well, goofy. Just, just the first five minutes in the warehouse scene where they're just sitting there, just blaring away, boss, not even aiming, you know. The cars start blowing out. 
out of the and, containers yeah. <laughs> yeah, and driving around. Place. And like the five guys standing in the middle I mean, with one gun. With one so, gun. Surrounded by like hundreds of guys. So, so quintessential early 90s action very movies. Much. I mean, nothing like, like John Wick where so, everything is very real and they're dropping clips. These well, guys just... It's amazing to understand from this to where movies have come. Oh my oh, gosh. That's unbelievable. It, yeah. But... Um, but you know they made this movie for sixteen, I believe, sixteen million dollars. I literally but watched Darkman and then watched John Wick three, and it's, you, <laughs> it's I mean, crazy. It's so awesome. My thing that. is, is that so Batman eighty nine came out in nineteen eighty nine, and I think it's ten times better movie than um, what Darkman is. Uh, you see, okay, he, this is what something I knew we were gonna we were gonna butt heads on. I in some ways, I in some ways like Darkman more than eighty nine Batman. How? Yeah, I. It's Batman. When, like when, when? Well, no, it's not just because it's Batman. Well, I think the production is better. Yes, I think the scenery is better. Yes, the acting is a thousand times. Oh, better. it's Jack Nicholson. Um, and, and I will give you the acting. The acting is very cheesy yeah. in Darkman. There's no doubt about that. Even even Liam Neeson, who I think does a serviceable job here, right? Um, it's a little ridiculous. I do think story wise, I think it actually is pretty good. Like I think it covers. Um, it, it's a quick ninety minutes. First off, it's an hour and a half. Yeah, long movie. I mean, yeah, it was it, easy. It cruises to get right to. along. Um, it's you, there's no real. You don't really check out at any moment in the movie. Um, I think it's pretty good in that respect. I I think it has maybe better story overall than eighty nine Batman. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's just a Batman. It's a story, it's a so. flawed it's a flawed hero that's more grounded in reality than a Batman. It's clearly a yeah, Batman ripoff. I mean, he it's is clearly cl- uh, he is. He's worried about himself and like getting back to his old life. So that is more relatable than a Batman story. Well, and I think the plot in general is more. You know, I like the basically the the drama of the evil developer utilizing these kind of henchmen to yeah get his project to go through. I mean, I think story wise, I think it's pretty on point. I think. Yeah. If you're gonna have any quarrels, I could see you. Uh, you know I the mean, production value. Ninety nine minutes. Yeah, I gotta do all these awesomely bad things in ninety nine minutes. Yeah, I, think, I think they actually established that early on. Yeah, they pretty did. well. They did. Like I think they explained a lot of it really well, and yeah. I think that was an interesting plot point going in, like yeah, to the movie. I would agree with that. What really bugged the crap out of me though is that all of a sudden he brought like one computer tower into an abandoned warehouse immediately <laughs> had electricity boom could generate he had a, he had a lit, little lit, five horse motor yeah, to run it lit yeah. a fire and then he's doing which i he, he, he look back this, on this movie technology wise he had a 4d printer or, what about or, that vision man yeah he, he it, saw 3d printing and now it's a thing and and that's what I, I i saw looking back was one thing i noted here it's like holy shit that's I know. At the time, it was way ahead of it. You know, that was pretty forward. neat. An- another scene that bothered me was when the explosion happened. Why <laughs> do they have to have him flying out of the building? Oh, come on, man! The That's the best <laughs> part like, of the one of the best you, parts of the movie. I'm not saying it's like bad, but it's I don't know. It was just they, unnecessary. Like you could have him, like you could see like. Let's say you just see him like splash into the water or something. That's fine. But the whole like, ah, come on, the it's, fire it's up awesome. to the camera. It's so intentional. The, it's intentional. So one of my other Sam favorite. Raimi, Hallmark, Evil Dead. These are effects. Like when he sticks the guy out of the sewer. Rick, I, I have a quote. I, I couldn't remember the quote, so I had to look it up. Oh, God, don't. 
I've told you everything. And then yeah. Dark Man goes, I know, Rick. I know you did. But let's pretend you didn't. He shoves his head up through the sewer yeah. hole. the goofy, like, puppet head. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Or it looked the, like Beaker. Yeah. They did have the great, uh, I thought, a really, really good helicopter chase scene at the end. Yeah. But I love the moment when he flips down on top of the flips down on top of the semi and they speed up his speed feet. Of, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like that's a classic Sam Raimi like effect. I, just, I think yeah. you just have more of an, it, an affection towards Sam Raimi than you, you do the movie. Maybe. No, you got to look at this as in it's not a film. It's it's a fun you got to go into it thinking this is going to be bad, but it's going to be I didn't fun know, to watch. Oh, I didn't, didn't. It's got like a a 6.8 rating on IMDb. It's Which isn't 80. terrible. I mean, there's there's movies well, that 80, I like a lot. They so made two more of these, that. by the way. Direct yeah. to DVD. Yeah, Darkman oh, really? Two and Darkman VHS. Die, Darkman Die. Which I've seen both. Yeah, I've seen them, I've seen them both. The other two back in the day. He actually perfects his skin at the end. Oh, Is really? uh, Liam Neeson in both of those? No, he's no, in neither one of them. Yep. Oh. He's like, nope, I got to do Rob Roy. Um, one of my favorite scenes is in the carnival. When Which part? The carnival when he's with his uh, girlfriend at the carnival. And he gets and pissed at the carny yeah, and he's, like, yeah. destroys Take him. the fucking elephant. Yeah. Take the fucking elephant. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, that's pretty good. It's like shows his like descent into madness because they, they kind of set it up that part of his powers, if you will, is they like you said, they cut his nerve yeah. so he can feel no pain. But it yeah. also like screws up his impulse control. Like he gets... Super, like he's he's schizophrenic, almost not schizophrenic, but he cannot control his rage, basically. Yeah. And then also, like, he's kind of got heightened strength because of I don't know, they don't really explain why, but he does. That, have, yeah, I don't he, understand he, why he, he has, has strength huge strength because he has because uh, no pain threshold, adrenaline. He has shoots of adrenaline. Okay. So he he has like it goes like a Wolverine type rage. He goes, so it's Rawr. like it's like a when a mother. Saving yeah. your child. Yeah, lift up the car. Yeah. yeah. Like, I do love. Call me mama. I do love. If you're a Army of Darkness geek, I love the end. Uh, Bruce Campbell, when he's walking away and he yeah. turns around and he's Bruce Campbell. Yes. Who's the main character? Ash, basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he says, I'm everyone and no one. Everywhere there. and nowhere. Call me Dark, Dark man. man. Love that line. Yeah, that is awesome. I, I really. That is pretty good. I liked the movie. I think it's quick pacing, it's a perfect length. I think it's a solid story. Obviously, it's cheesy visual effects. It's a low-budget movie. Yeah, it's very low-budget. You could tell that the budget is different between... And that's, again, I was comparing it to Batman just because it's around the same... It's like a year apart from each other, and it just reminded me of it so much because of the way uh, the score the is. The score. I mean, it's, it's oh, a yeah, bad, oh, yeah. it, the score feels kind of out of place. It almost sets the movie up. It would have been a way worse movie without that score. Without now, the score, yeah. You've mentioned remakes tonight. I would like to see this as a remake because once yeah, totally. I would too. This I would see this as a remake. This for could sure. be done re- if you did it like a John Wick in in a new technology. It could be awesome. Is it Phantom of the Opera? Is that to what this movie point, is? To a point, yeah. It's Phantom of the Opera mixed with a little bit of Swamp Thing. Yes. Yeah. Mixed yes. with. I mean, yep. there, there was. Te- there You're was good at this. Yeah. Good at. Yep. There was yep. clear Alan Moore Swamp Thing. Stuff going on in this movie. I would agree with you. Yep. It was clear Phantom of the Opera stuff. And, and there's clear that, Batman stuff going on. You'd think that here. I would like it because of that. I just didn't. Yeah. Just don't. I care love. For I it. like the idea though. Like the fake skin, like uh, basically taking on all these other personas. And I thought that yeah. was really cool. I think that is a good idea. I, and may, 
I'm coming at this movie as a 32 year old that has never seen it before. It had I seen it as a child, you know, and I think I would di- I would have a different opinion of it. I think you're when you say the production value of Batman is so much higher than this. It's better. I don't. I, I think no, look back better, at '89 Batman. It's I have. not that much different. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think it's better. They they didn't try to do the difference is they didn't try to do big like scenes yeah. in Batman. It's all like prop based right in front of you. Oh, it's, they they I think they tried to do some big they tried to do some big scenes in Batman. But not, not I, like the explosion, not like trying you, to create you, skin, not try like I did not any of that stuff. Like yeah. I, and the visions that he oh, has man. Where it's like the crazy like lights and stuff going around like I, that doesn't happen in Batman. Well, so I, I you're, just you're, think you're wrong. You look at some of the Joker from. stuff. I mean, they're they're playing on the edge of the technology. I agree with what you. What did they do with the Joker besides like unwrap? They shocked the guy with a hand buzzer, and you see oh, flames yeah. coming right through his. his <laughs> yeah. yeah, I forgot about yeah. that. <laughs> you're, all right, you got me on that one. <laughs> so, but you're right. The, the production value on Batman '89 is better. It's better, but it's still. Compared to nowadays, the, the whole thing we're saying, every, gonna, uh, I can't compare it to you, you anything it's, nowadays. It's closer to yeah. that. Yeah. 89 Batman, you know, it's it's not that far off compared to where we're at now. Mm-hmm. Um, and certainly, you know... All I think is that you can tell that the budget is different between Batman and Darkman. Oh, for sure. You know, oh, I mean, like it's that's absolutely, it Jerry. This is a $16 absolutely. million movie. This no, is a low-budget movie. Which, and that's by what the I'm way, saying. made like $48 million or something like that. So which it, was, is, it was a commercial success. Back in the day. It that's was not, not a critical success, but it has become a cult classic. And I think it's become a cult classic because of Army of Darkness. And yes. because of... You're wrong. Liam Neeson. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, I'm joking, man. I... I I was on I was on both sides of Liam Neeson on this one because like at certain points I thought he was being a terrible actor and at really? certain points I'm like I, yeah he's doing pretty good I or, think like you said he's pretty serviceable for I like the oh, I think he's I, I think the he's bad over guy was good I think he's yeah. overacting on purpose because he's he's supposed to be mentally I don't think impaired. he knew what he was supposed yeah. to do I don't think so either I don't I, like I don't think they knew how to play that character really at all and because i feel like he changed so the the studio would not cast bruce campbell that was the first choice for why? sam Ray. well that's because they're buddies no uh, why wouldn't they cast him I'm he's a nobody well i mean so was liam neeson yeah, i guess liam but neeson, i'm sure he was in some stuff but no he, he really wasn't that he did, not much he, he did rob much. he did rob roy his big breakout was uh schindler's list which was a couple years after this yeah. 94 so maybe 94 four. but there's rob roy which is right after that and then and he, after all, he lost popularity for a long time till he did uh, Taken, and then that's when his career went back yeah. off again. He, uh, by the way, right after this, probably four years after this, is when The Shadow was made, starring Alec uh, Baldwin. That is right. one of that's my. That's what we talked about. That's and one I of my. I think that should be I our think next. That should be it. I mean, it was a novel. Assignment. It was a radio show in the '30s or '20s. '20s. And I've never seen that before either. Yeah, I've never seen it. And if I remember correctly. We take a we take quite a step up in production value go to go to the shadow. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, so we'll make that our our, our star talk homework for next week. But back to Dark Man, I just think uh, you got to watch it, understanding what it is. Yeah, you you watch that movie as a campy horror 
movie, R-rated horror movie from the early 90s. Yep. And if you don't like that sort of thing. Kind of like a grime box horror movie. Yeah. If you you don't like that sort of thing, yeah, it's probably not going to be your cup of tea. But overall, I was surprised to find, despite the obvious issues with the ridiculous acting and the production value, that I enjoyed it. I, about as much as I think I did originally. Really? Yeah, I really did enjoy it. And uh, I'm curious to see what other people think because I could see yeah, this being would, very divisive. It will be. It's, it'll be a it, it's a love it or hate it kind of thing. I it, think. it really made me think back to... We always talk about how we hate horror movies, right? Yes. And it really made me think back to the fact that I don't think that I do hate horror movies. I think I hate everything that's come since the Saw movies. I've never, I, I've never hated horror movies. I used to go see them all the time. Amy and I used to go see. I them really all the time. like those '80s and '90s horror movies, though, but, that are campy like this. I yeah. think my issue became later on when they started making like the torture porn horror movies, yeah. like Saw, uh, yeah. and going forward to that. And that's where I started to fall out and not I, be interested in <clears throat> horror anymore. See, I like the thriller. Yeah. Like I, I remember as a kid. The Predator. I remember being just oh, fucking so shit scared of Predator. I don't think that was a... I don't consider that a horror movie, though. It was a, it was a thriller action movie, but... I mean, Aliens is considered it, horror. Yeah. Aliens yeah. should be also... A thriller. A, a Snarf Talk homework assignment pretty soon. All right. Alien or Aliens? Uh, well, Aliens Alien. is the better one, I, I in think my Aliens opinion. is better, too. But I think well, you need to start at Alien. Yeah. So let's go back to what we were talking about before. Oh, shit. Oh. Brain fart. Uh, shadow. Oh. Sorry. Uh, so is that going to be our next homework assignment? I I think it should be. Yes. I don't yes, know I where agree. you can find it, though. And we did have some listeners say, hey, if you're going to do homework, tell us where we can find it. Um, I don't know where you can find the shadow. Like Let's, Darkman is on Darkman's HBO. A, yeah, on HBO you can watch it. However, super, I mean, I can find. I mean, you can rent it for sure. Well, I don't, want to, I don't want anybody to spend extra yeah, I don't want money. People yeah. have to spend money. I mean, I know a lot of people don't have HBO, but. Um, I always just say Alexa, find whatever, and it brings it up. Um, you can stream The Shadow on. I don't know. We'll have to. We'll. We'll. Uh, minute. Yeah. Talk about something else, Jerry. While I figure that. So it's going to be like the right. Alien. So why do you think Aliens is better than the original Alien? Because as a thriller, the original Alien. If you've never seen any of them, you gotta start because they mean you have to start at Alien yeah, because yeah. Uh, that's where you build up the entire story, and I think you get a better appreciation for all of it, especially for what uh, like Sigourney Weaver's it, character goes through from watching the very first, uh, you know, movie of that because she's not supposed to be a hero; she's like a scientist that's on yep. board with this stuff. Like she's well, thrown into she's, like the badass hero role. She's a pilot. And that's it. That's right. Yeah. Pilot. pilot. Yeah. And that's all she does. Like she's not supposed to be the person that saves everyone. She's not yep. supposed to be in that situation. And, um, that like progression of her character, I think is really cool. So you have to start out at number yeah. one, but I do agree with you guys. Aliens is so much better. Ooh, I think aliens yeah. because game they, over, man, that's where they start game to, over. I think that's if I remember correctly and it's been a while since I've seen them, but there's so many awesome dive, quotes. Start diving more into the universe. Yeah, like the yeah, story. yeah, and I think that is one of the ask. The, 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 is, that's number two. That's the second one. Okay, yeah. number three is the one where she gets into that big like loader suit, right? No, that's that's two. That's aliens. That's at the end she of like aliens picks, when she's fighting the queen. She picks it three up. is when she's stranded on the prison island full of men and she shaves her head because they have lights really bad. Oh yeah, 
Um, don't ask me how I remember this shit. <laughs> it's just stuck in my little pea brain. Funny. I don't know where you can stream the shadow. It's I gotta be somewhere. Find it anywhere. But I'm on Apple TV. Let's see if it has it. Um, oh, there we go. Yeah, but do you gotta pay? Give me a minute. What's another great nineties? You probably movie? have to pay. Well, for right before we'll probably have to right pay before Darkman, and I think post Batman, another one of Jerry's favorite movies come out, which will probably be also Snarf Talk homework in the future. Dick Tracy. Oh, oh we yes. got yeah, and I think we should also do the Phantom because you haven't seen. Oh, that Oh, Billy right, Zane, that is a great one. I haven't seen the Phantom, but I think let's start with dual nineteen elevens. Yeah, let's start with the Shadow. I think okay, and um, guys, you're just gonna have to figure it out on your own how to find it. Yeah, I don't know if we figure it out, uh, we'll put out a we'll post. post it somewhere. Yeah, but worst case scenario, you can rent it for probably three bucks. So right. Or you could just give us the three bucks and I'll... On Patreon? <laughs> on Patreon. Yeah. Patreon.com slash snarf. And comics. we'll rent it for you and then give it to you somehow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> might might send you a file somehow. Yeah. So could you send that in DVDs? Well, I, I have the DVD of The Shadow. So. Do they still make DVDs? You have the DVD of The Shadow? Yeah, really? dude. I have every Back comic up. book Back movie up. ever made. You, wow. you, you have a DVD or a VHS? I have it on DVD. Do you really? Yeah. God, it's nice. It's I probably over. had it on VHS originally, but that's I probably simple. rebought it on DVD in the late That's 90s. never going to be worth anything, just so you know. Well, I'm, I don't invest in movies. <laughs> for... <laughs> Does anybody? Do people do that? No, I don't. I didn't so. realize they even made DVDs anymore. Yeah, they still do. Yeah. It, for the first time, uh, by the way, vinyl records, we talked about this in the podcast, Yes, outpaced sales for CDs. Isn't yeah. that incredible? It's incredible. Well, it, I, why would you buy a CD? There's no purpose to there it. There really is no purpose I to it. I have no at idea why you'd buy one, but I could see why you would buy a vinyl. I mean, I buy albums just so they give you that extra song at the end off iTunes because I'm a sucker. Yeah, if you play it backwards, it's always a murder note. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that always the talk? Like you get a secret message if you play that, it backwards? That was... Uh, now that's what really incited violence, is that kind that, of stuff. It was Ozzy, I, Playing those remember things little backwards, Nikki? and it's like, kill your mother. The Shadow kids on YouTube, Amazon Prime, iTunes, Voot. But it, you do have to purchase it, I'm sure. Well, I think it's on Amazon Prime Video. Uh, I don't think so, but you might be able to just stream it on YouTube, the entire movie. I think oh, that might be the yeah. case. Maybe. So... We'll see on that, but that is the Snarf Talk homework, The Shadow. We will talk about that yep. um, next week. Um, we will. And any more on Darkman? No, I think any, we've reached any, our do time. Do we want to oh. go to Darkman 2 or 3? We talk no. about Hush? We <laughs> no, got time to talk about Hush? <laughs> we don't. Batman Hush? We can quickly talk about Batman Hush. Yeah. Have you read the comic? Yes. You've read the comic? Yes. Okay. So, what did you think of the movie Batman I Hush? I was very disappointed. It didn't, the, follow, it didn't follow the movie. The, the movie did not follow the comic book nearly. That is correct. It. it did not. Yeah. And it was like, a, like fucking at all. Point of controversy. Like at um, all. Like and it should be a point of controversy because uh, it's not the same thing. It's one of the best comics of all time. You told me I'd be disappointed, and then when they killed his best friend, I was like, "What the fuck? That's hush." I'm right. Like, I'm, I'm I'm done. I'm like. Yeah, it doesn't make much sense as to why they did that. Like, why do you make a movie called Hush, Batman Hush, and then it, not follow the source material in an animated movie 
when they've been knocking animated movies out of the park for a long time. So I think there's two points to this that I read that makes sense. Um, they had t- all the considerations that it had to fit into the DC animated universe. These are interconnected movies. Mm-hmm. So there were certain things that had been established in other DC animated movies that they needed to uh, reiterate or go tie, along with, tie, tie in. Into. So I can't, I mean, I, I read all the points and, I, and I, if I was more prepared, I'd, I'd have them. But um, there were some legitimate arguments there on some points. Second of all, I feel like they they changed the whole point of the comic, right? So mm-hmm. in the comic book, it's a, it's a wild detective chase. Yeah, it is. And which it's is like what makes it amazing. Rogue's gallery of The people. movie is a romance movie between yes. Batman and Catwoman. Yes. Which I thought was... Which was fine. It's cool. I mean, I think they're setting something up, and I think there's a huge comic. Well, um, it, I I really enjoyed the whole point at the end. She goes, "You're fucking crazy. You're just as crazy as the rest of them." Because yeah, he had which to, does happen in the comics. Because he ha- yeah. had had to and save. So you think it's building up to like the Tom King yes. uh, wedding? Yeah, no. I think it's it's building up the relationship there to something further. I thought it was fine that they did that. I don't see any reason for them. To change though no. who Hush is, no, it doesn't make any sense as to why they, they changed they, they any had, of it. Yeah, to I me, I mean, I thought it was a fine movie. If you don't, if you've never is. read the comic, you'd like the movie. It'll be fine. You'll like the movie if you haven't ever read the comic. But if you've read the comic and understand the source material, it's just not. It's not the same, right? Yeah, no, I, I was really di- horribly disappointed in all Warner Bros. animation because, like you said, so far they've knocked it out of the park on almost everything they've done. And they are known for sticking to the comic book. I mean, look yeah. at the Dark Knight Returns. They one. I mean, they did two movies just to keep the Dark Knight Returns where it is. I think one thing that was disappointing about Hush as a movie was that it was kind of boring. Um, I agree with yes. you on that. And the comic is very suspenseful and interesting. The whole thing. And the it, whole you're time. at the edge of your seat reading that book. Yeah. And the movie just glosses over the majority, the majority of what happens of that. so you know um it is what it is if you want to see a good animated batman movie it's fine but if yeah. you want it to be hush it's not there's better out there oh for yep. sure <laughs> so yeah there's quite a few anything leading up to that with the batman story arc is good, or anything in dc yeah. yeah well basically any of them you could yeah. watch yeah. i think so uh i think we're at the end of our time here uh we are. Please go to patreon.com slash snarfcomics to support the show. Um, and check us out on YouTube. YouTube.com slash snarfcomics. Your snarf talk homework for next week is The Shadow, starring Alec Baldwin. I believe it was 1994. Find that. Yep. Watch it. And we'll review it next week. And send us your thoughts about um, Three Blade and Darkman. We'd like to hear what yeah, you I'd think. Yeah, I'd like to know what you guys thought about Darkman. If you yeah. haven't ever watched it before or if you have watched it before. Tell us what you think. And if you, if in you the have future, watched it before, rewatch it. There's so many movies think. we can do because I really want to do Army of Darkness now. I want to do. Yeah. We need to do Dick but Tracy. It's That's, one at a time here, Chris. One, one at a time. time. So we have. Uh, we went to Wizard World, um, not to change the subject or anything, but I'm going to change the subject. Uh, we went to Wizard World and we got a little bit of a gift for you, dude. Well, thank you. Yeah. It was a, it's a surprise. Yeah, a little bit of a backstory on this. We we spent a good portion of our day traveling the wilds of Wizard. <laughs> yes. Oh God, yes, we did to find what the perfect to get to find the perfect gift for the dude for the dude because we knew 
that he should have been there. Wanted yeah. to be there. Yeah, you should have been there. So, wanted to be there, couldn't be there, and we were thinking of you. Yeah, well, we were thinking you, about Jerry. you all day, and we were coming up with ideas. We found many <laughs> yeah. amazing things. There was a lot of different things that we were looking at. Um, a lot of different things we did, but, uh, yeah, but we, we landed on one thing. So I'm going to present dude with his snarf talk gift, official snarf talk gift procured for him at Mm -hmm. wizard world, Chicago, 2019. What do you got here? You gotta hold it up for the video. Once you see it. Is that from Kevin? Kevin is. Conroy? It is. That is oh what my it is. God. Turn it up so, the so this is from the Killing Joke animated movie. Uh, I'm correct on that, right? I don't know yeah. exactly uh, where I'm, it's I'm from. I'm pretty sure that's from the Killing Joke. I think so. But, I think uh, you're right. So that is to the dude from uh, It's the Over from Joker, Kevin Conroy. And I can't read the last part. I am Batman. I am Batman. I am Batman. It says to the dude, dude I or, it's, it's Over, over Joker. Joker. Yeah. That That's, is so awesome. Yeah, he wrote more on yours than he did mine. It just his on mine oh. just says uh to Jerry uh I am Batman. I am Batman. Kevin Thank you guys so much. I will Yeah, we thought you would enjoy that. Yes. It's awesome. So now we all well, three and, and, have signed images from Kevin Kevin. Guys, I'm about ready to cry. <laughs> Cuz no, it's, it's Well, this is one of the the killing joke is one of the first novels my my older brother got me ever. Oh really? So th- th- this means huge to me. So thank you guys so much. Yeah, you're oh welcome. Oh my god, this we is were amazing. thinking of you. Yeah. Wow. Well, that was our, our second stop to Kevin Conroy. <laughs> it was. We we it? actually met him. Me and Jerry got stuff signed by him, um, and we left. And we were walking around the con the rest of the day looking for some. We were looking to get like an older Batman comic that was like a graded wall book. Yep. Like, oh yeah, I remember that. We were looking at wall books and we stuff. We found and then, one. I did find one that was the book, and I can't remember when it's from or whatever. But it's the classic cover. I think it's a Neil Adams cover. Yep. Um, of the of Batman on the giant Joker card. Yeah, that's right. It's like, it's like he a was famous on the card. cover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah you're talking about. Um, it's probably one of the most famous Batman oh, comic for covers, sure. and I found it somewhere, but I couldn't remember anyway. So we we were looking at from different books, and then we're like, let's just go back. Yeah, let's go back to get get him signed from Kevin Conroy because that was on a Friday and there was nobody in his line. Yeah, but when we went back, the line was like yeah. huge. <laughs> it was like huge. It was thank you guys. Longer. So, but that, we, but we went and did some other stuff and we came back later and we walked right up. So, yep. Uh, yeah, it, that was pretty good. That that's amazing. And we talked to him. We told him all about you and uh, how much you loved the uh, Batman and he you that he is your Batman and everything. Uh, yep. yep. And he was real into it. And then he told us that you could move in. So next Saturday, (laughs) you're going to live Uh, with Kevin Conley. It was part of the deal. Personal Uh, assistant. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Whatever that means. Yeah, I got a couple things I can talk. We'll just skip it. (laughs) It's on YouTube now. We can't talk dirty. Yeah. Right. So anyway, that's, uh, that's what we got for the dude. Yeah. Wanted to give you that gift. So for Snarf Talk, I've been Chris. I'm Jerry. I'm Dude. See ya.